Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. What the hell happened to my alerts? Today is, what is it, Wednesday? It's a Whisker Wednesday, 2022, March 16th. I'm all off now. I've all throated it off. I'm all throated it off, and we're getting raided. God damn. Welcome to the program, episode number 400 and, I don't know, 40. Toothpee! Thank you for the raid, buddy. Hey, welcome to all the Raiders popping in. This is Barry on deck. I am Barry Lavinac. I appreciate you guys showing up. This is a sports and entertainment show. I do it every day live right here, 2 to 4 p.m. on this very channel. Click that follow button. It's super free and easy, and it'll remind you when I'm live. That way, when you're not one of the Peters. did we? Just, is it the Peters? Are you guys called the, the Peters? Tooth Troop. I thought it was the Peters. I like, I like the Peters better. Uh, but I think, yeah, you hit follow. You can join me when you're not watching, uh, Josh. Uh, and I appreciate it. I'm, I'm a uh, seven-year veteran of ESPN Radio here in Houston, Texas. I'm also a stand-up comedian. I host a TV show on CW39 every Saturday. So I've been doing this, and I appreciate you guys being here. We have a jam-packed show. It's not the Peters. Uh, but if they if they resubscribe, is they could be the repeaters, right? Like if they subscribe to your channel and then they resubscribe, you could call them the repeaters. I think that would be okay. No one's no one's doing that. No one's no one's absolutely doing that. Um, the, but seriously, thank you to everybody rating, getting the show off to a fine start. Uh, very much appreciated. Also, I gotta say during the intro, thank you to D Mata. <laughs> for the 10 bits thank you to uh the real jay monkey that will be jamal for the 10 bits thank you very much and also thank you to jm sizzle for the 100 bits man i appreciate you guys thank you for contributing to the program also thanks for helping me pay my light bill because that's kind of what the bits go for is uh it, we, i call it keep my wife off my back and let me keep doing this instead of getting a real job bits money that was too long so we just call them uh petty cash uh, but you know, we're here and we're having a good time and I appreciate you. Yeah. Shout out to two Pete. Thank you. Potch. Always on it. Always on it. Uh, let's get to the chat. Shall we say hi to everybody showing up? We call it the chat, which is shouting out the chat. It doesn't, it's not the past tense of shit. It's the chat. All right. So let's say what's up to everybody in the chat. I see, uh, Jerome was first Jamal way to go. Justin. All right. See, I got his name right now. It's, uh, the real J Muggy was first. Jen was second. Tony the Handsome third. D Mata was fourth. Alex Villa to wave a fifth. Now, this is just in my screen. I know some of you might have been here a little earlier, but you know, you got to get over it, pictures. Uh, my sweet, sweet Donna is here. I'm so happy to see that. What's up, Brandy Gary? Hey, thank you for the follow, too, by the way. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, Aaron J. Bryan is here, the real Super Falcons fan. Uh, Rudy, 
What's up, Rudolph Rodriguez? Sanitize, wash hands, social distance, still the message of the year. Steven the Weather Guy, thank you for the 76 bits, my friend. Let me guess. Current conditions at Bivnet World Headquarters. There you go, 76 degrees. This is going to get expensive as we get into summer. <laughs> right? It's 140,000 degrees out. Son of a bitch. Uh, who else is in the chat I can say hey to? What's up, Spoon DJ? How are you, man? The, the Tiny Peters? Yeah, Spoon, based on your uh, picture there, I don't know if you would qualify as a Tiny Peter, which is, you know, also, you know what he could do is he could give you guys, Jim, thank you for the 100 bits, sweetie. Are we almost in a hype train? Oh, shit. I think you should call yourself the Peters Tooth. And I think that you have, if they're over uh, like 200 pounds, they're big Peters. If they're under 200 pounds, they're small Peters. Uh, you could give them white Peters. You got the black Peters. You got the brown Peters. Uh, you could give them all. You could have just different penis emojis for each one. Like, oh, you're a repeater because you resubscribe. So you get like a, like, a, like a little larger penis. Or maybe you get your balls on your third month subscription. I don't know. I was... Look, I'm not going to charge you for all these ideas, Josh. I'm just saying, I think it's a pretty good idea. So anyways, uh, what was your favorite Queen Bee Spice? I need to know. What is this? Oh, this is rodeo food. Okay. Uh, Revenge of the Chaz. Thank you for the one bit, my friend. Very much appreciate you. Who is it tonight? I don't know what that is. Oh, the Morbid Peters. Okay. Now you're getting into fetishes and I'm not here for that. That's a super creepy spoon. Donna! Thank you for the 30 bitties, sweetie. I appreciate that. Very much appreciate that. Uh, all right. Hope no one at work walks in right now. What are you doing? Am I on speaker? Folks, this is not speaker at work material for the show. Oh, look at that. Fancy new, fancy new follow. <laughs> Shout out to my guy, Sam Woodall, uh, formerly of Alpha Gaming Channel for the free thing. I had to create one and he had it all done and i was like i'm not wasting the time making another one. Oh, revenge of the peters <sighs> no i y'all could do like uh you guys could build a new discord and call it peter built all right i'm out i never heard of it i know who the fuck is that guy it's the terrible thing uh hey welcome to the show we got a lot of sports to get to we got a lot to get to it is also a whisker wednesday Spoon! Thank you for the follow, my friend. I appreciate that. I hope that didn't set you back too many Peter Bucks. Okay, now I'm just making up shit. Uh, but we, it's a Whisker Wednesday. We got to talk about that. We've got uh, a ton of sports. I got literally two pages worth of, of topics to discuss. But as always, and now that we're on Twitch and not on boring-ass YouTube anymore, baby, we can talk about what we want to talk about. I'll just give you some of the ideas of things that we can discuss, okay? Uh, just in my slides here, we're going to do sports headlines. I got Baker Mayfield, Devontae Adams' new contract, the Bucks, and a bet on the Super Bowl before Tom Brady announced he was coming back. Gus Edwards got robbed at a titty joint, and no one did shit about it. And now they're saying it was set up. I never heard of it. The Cowboys tried to pull a fast one, and that's why they lost one of their better pass rushers. MLB is thinking about bringing back some rules. The Reds fans are angry that King Griffey Jr. is going to be one of the highest paid Reds on staff. New York players may not play. A local UFC guy here in Houston saved the day and thwarted a robbery. All of those topics are on the table, plus Dolly Parton and the, Hall the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
Some principal got fired for reading a book about butts to a bunch of kids. We're going to definitely talk that one no matter what. Uh, And then it's Whisker Wednesday, so I got some animals for you. All that and... And joining me at 315 from the Odd Takes show, Aaron Raybould. Look at this. We're like spreading the Twitch love. We had Kyle King on uh, with Josh Toothpete is raid. We're going to raid him when we get a chance, I hope. And then now Aaron's joining us. I just love the Twitch family. I was so lonely over there on YouTube. So Sean said I tried to watch Red Dawn last night. Well, it's a classic. And if you didn't like it, I just would like to... Um, invite you to go fuck yourself. It's a great movie, and you're an idiot if you didn't like it. Don't blame the movie. You're the idiot, okay? Now, I saw uh, some bitching and moaning in the chat because you guys can't highlight your messages anymore. So here's what we're going to do, okay? I'm going to re-enable the highlights. I wanted to wait until we could sit down and have a face-to-face, you know, because that's what a good parent would do. Because I had to discipline you guys. Spoon said, ugh, Kyle King. I know. Nasty steak making some of my bitch. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to turn on. Sean, thank you for the three bits, buddy. Uh, What is JM Sizzle? JM Sizzle said, what? Look at that. Y'all didn't even know that was coming. K through third grade teachers in Florida can no longer teach kids about sexuality, gender preference, or banging anymore. Well, that just seems like probably okay. I feel like K through third might be a little soon. Like maybe fifth grade, you can start teaching the G spot. I don't know. Fuck, in the kindergarten, they don't even know what a G is. Now you got to go tell them about it. I don't even know what P is. Now you got to talk about PP. Okay. This is why I wouldn't make a good superintendent. Uh, I'd be like, do you know the letter G? Well, then let's talk about the spot. That should be the rule. If they can't, If they can't pronounce the letter... Then they don't get to talk about it. Now, um, what's up to everybody listening on Podbean, John Dory, Chris Reyes, Titan Hugo, Eric Resendez. I see you. I acknowledge you. Uh, Alexis, thanks for stopping by and then leaving, you raggedy bitch. So if you don't know, I, I, I stream the shows audio only live on Podbean because there are some deckheads that drive around during the day. They can't watch Twitch, but they still want to listen like it's radio. And they think that the local sports talk is boring AF here in the city of Houston, which is probably is if you're watching from somewhere else around the country. So feel free to hop on that bad boy. Just download the Podbean app. Look for Barry on deck. You're good to go. So I just don't acknowledge. I don't really use the chat that much, but they're there and uh, they are acknowledged. Uh, now, where was the one goddamn thing? Oh, yeah. You see that box? That box over there. Those people over there. Those people over there uh, are good computer people. Let me show you why. So this box arrived. All right, I almost canceled the stream again. God damn this button. I got to put like something in front of it because when I hit the reset button or the the KVM switch button, shit goes crazy, okay? It goes wild. Now, no, I didn't get a chance. I got to make sure my address doesn't pop. Here, you raggedy bitches. Just take my word for it. Uh, All right. What's up, Walt? Pot said, did you get a Chinese computer? No, I didn't. 
What I got was in the mail. Bam! <laughs> yeah, baby. Daddy got his mouse pads in. I think they come out really nice. I like these. So these are the Barry on Deck mouse pads. And if you are a huge deckhead on the, on the Patreon and have been a huge deckhead for at least the last six months, you will be getting one of these in the mail courtesy of Barry and Barry on Deck and Jen. Okay, so oh, spoon. Damn, did she did she dump you? Maybe it was the Peters. Maybe you weren't a large Peter. I don't know. Uh, but these are the Barry on Deck mouse pads. I will be dropping these bad boys in the mail this week for all of you guys that are Patreon members and huge deckheads, free of charge. This is your semi annual gift, courtesy of me, as a way to say thank you for supporting the show and being a Patreon member. Uh, I hope you like them. They're not like huge mouse pads, but I kind of like it. Like here, I'll show you. Um, they're, they're, they're thick. They're not, they're not very long, but they're thick, which kind of describes speaking of Peters. Uh, let me show you though. I'm going to switch to uh cat cam. Let's get on cat cam for a second. So this is what it looks like in action. So you can see that my mouse here, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty decent, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's real thick. It's like a, it's like a tuna can. So that's what it looks like. And uh, I got to say, I've been using it all morning, getting the job done. So there you go. If you are a huge decade and you have been for at least the last six months, I will be getting that into the mail to you this week. So I appreciate you. Thank you all for the support on the Patreon. All right. So that's it. Now, um, this is going to be nice on my computer. Let's go for Dale. Thick like a tuna can. Yes, Spoon. That's exactly what it is. It is. Uh, these are tuna can mouse pads. Uh, everyone is getting canned. Are they really? That sucks. Who got canned? Did somebody get fired? Now Tyler is gone from ESPN. Oh. Oh, wow. Really? Boy, they're making some stupid ass decisions over there. Uh, all right. So here's the deal. You guys bitched and moaned about not being able to highlight your message. I am going to turn on highlight message. However, however, this is not without consequence. Uh, let me go to manage rewards. Let me go to highlight message. Edit. Uh, turn on smart. Go eat a minute. Wait a second. Cancel the highlight message. Edit. Can I not turn this on for? Oh, now see, this is going to be a problem. This is going to be. A... Oh, you sons of bitches. I knew it. Here's what I wanted to do. I was God bless America and everything. Holy. <sighs> Who used it? Who used, who got, who used it uh, right now? I want to know who, I want to know who used the shit. I was trying to set it so that you guys couldn't, uh, it is 500 points. Is it available for Spain? Um, what the, the, the mouse pad, you have to be a member of the Patreon, Rossetti. If you, and welcome to the program, by the way. But yeah, if you've been a member for six months, I'll ship it over to Spain. I don't give a shit. Um, I'm about to change it. Well, it, it's always, it was always 500 bucks, Clarence. The, the problem is, is I only wanted to be able to be used like twice an hour 
from you guys. Is it because you'll abuse the privilege? But I'm gonna have to change it to like five thousand points just because you raggedy bitches. It won't let me change it. Why? Why? I hate this so much. And then you can't. Yeah, you can't change it. So I'm just gonna have to turn it off. Turn it on. At some point, because I know you dumb bitches, Sean. JM Sizzle, thank you for the other bitch, buddy. I appreciate you. Uh, and Sean, what highlighted message was, we're back. Okay. Dimata's highlighted message was, hell yeah. Okay. Dimata highlighted another message. Um, my girl wants to party all the time. Party all the time. Okay. I'm turning it off again. I... I hate you guys so much so much i hate you hey i got an anonymous cheer for a bit thank you so much anonymous cheer for the bit i want that mouse paddle uh i mean i don't know how to deal with this uh yeah we're going to five thousand. okay let me just do that right now Ah, get it in now, raggedy bitches. <laughs> it's so funny. Look, I'm making Barry angry. Okay. So go get a cat is 5,000 points. Highlight a message. You better make damn sure that it's a good-ass message. You know why? You guys want to play? Okay. It's still available. It's still available. It's still there. Wait a second. What the hell? Now, now deal with it. Highlight a message, 7,500 points. Now what? Now what? Huh? I'm the captain now. Fidel said Barry sent mine to Rossetti. Uh, <laughs> be handed. We still didn't get whore done yet. We're going to get that. Damn it. Why can't y'all leave things be? Thank you, Donna. See? See, Donna? Demata, thank you for the 10 bits. Tacoma said, TX Tacoma said 500. No, 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 no. I had it at 500, and these sons of bitches abused it, abused it because Twitter just out here giving channel points out like it's coochie, just passing it out for free. I don't think so. A mouse pad. I'll pay to send it to Rossetti. I know what you meant. Yes, Dimata, 7,500. How important is your message? How important is it to highlight it? Jerry, thank you for the other bitch, sweetie. Appreciate you. Hola. Uh, Sean, somebody let me hold some points until payday. Fucking Sean turned into the wimpy. Of, I'll gladly pay you for Tuesday for a cheeseburger today. All right. Um, we got to talk some sports people. You're running off all the raids from Josh. I feel like everyone that raided is like, this guy don't talk no damn sports. I do, bitches. I just got an unruly chat. We got to reel in a is little it the shoes? Money's gotta be the shoes. Oh! Shoes, shoes, shoes. Shoe. You sure it's not the shoes? Got a shoe check. Okay, hold on. We, I gotta go get the cat. I saw you. I saw you, uh, Justin. I'm gonna go get the cat. We got a shoe check by Fidel. And we are in a hype train. Hype train just started in your channel. We got all kinds of shit going on around here, folks. Oh my god. Hold on. Where's, where's my train at? I gotta fire off the train. Guys, all aboard. Let's go. We are in a high track. 
Thank you guys for getting us to a level one hydrate. As you know, if you get to level five, I show my titties and do a shot. Okay? We just gotta get to level five. One titty at a time. I still didn't move that yet. Right now, I'm just gonna move it over my damn self. Here we go. Uh, position. We're gonna, we're gonna go with the little X and X. Nope, that's it. We gotta go with the Y. And then out the way. I don't know. Work. Okay, there it is. Jerry, thank you for the 25 bits, sweet. Jerry, thank you for the 100 bits, sweet. Jay Lucky, thank you for the 9 bits, sweet. I'm not putting a shoe on the cat. That is no. Are you kidding me? Thank you guys for getting us into a hype train. Uh, Jerry, thank you for the 25. Jen for the 100. Wallace, thank you for the one bit. I hope you'll be able to pay your light bill after that. Joe Hernandez, thank you for the 50 bits, buddy. I appreciate you so much. You guys are crazy. TX Tacoma said that's a long train. Couldn't wait to get to that caboose, could you, player? You're definitely a Peter, for sure. 100% Peter guy right there. Um, okay. So we had a shoe check. So here's the deal, guys. I am trying to get Carlos Correa to sign back with the Houston Astros. So I'm going straight up good luck here. I have, uh, I've got on my Whataburger Astros shirt. As you can tell, this is my good luck Whataburger Astros shirt. I've never bombed on stage in this shirt. Ergo, I am also, I am also rocking my custom H-Town Air Force One Lows designed by my girl, Art of a Woman. You see that 713 on the back? You see that light blue throwback ode to the Oilers? You see that H-Town skyline? So this was my design that I collaborated with her. It even says Art of the Woman and the Soul. Uh, and these, we made these together. And so uh, I had originally made a shirt that said, Welcome to the Land Where It Just Don't Stop. It had the same skyline with the, with, the, with the rainbow in the background. So we made a shoe as well. This was one of one, but now there's like four or five of these because some folks be buying them. So, so that was part of my trying to get Carlos Correa back into the city of Houston by wearing my good luck shoes. But it don't stop there. It don't stop there, folks. Mina, thank you for the uh, 500 bits, my friend. Holy shit, I appreciate it. I'm dead ass serious. About getting Carlos Correa here. We're almost at level two of the hype train. Chris Mina, thank you for the 100 bits. Uh, is that so? We got Christopher Mina and Chris Mina. Dope, thank you for the 100 bits. Both Minas, appreciate you. Joel, thank you for the 50 bits. Uh, but this is why I'm dead ass serious. I got on the Whataburger shirt. I got the, the shoes. And then I got out the H-Town socks. Okay, so I'm not fucking around, people. I'm trying to get Carlos Correa to be a goddamn Astro. Now, what are you doing? Huh? How many of you are wearing stupid ass Texans gear? Huh? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, and Posh said this is too much. Two Mina accounts. One is Chris Mina, one is Christopher Mina. They are cousins. Don't get them confused. All right? Do not get them confused. All the Minas in the house. 89% of a level one hype train. Let's go. I can't get my shoe back on. Ah, oh, my feet are fat. Ah, oh, I should have tied them. Thank you, Fidel. I know. We tweet him. Okay. Hey, thank you guys for the bits. Mimi, thank you for the 25 bits. Uh, Chris Mina, thank you for the 100. And Mina TX, thank you for the 500. Appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Uh, we're, uh, wear that until he signs. No, I mean, I'm, it's going to stink. It's going to stink a little bit. 
Philip Barnard said he's coming to Wrigley. Stop it. I am going to punch you dead off in your throat area when I see you on Friday. Oh, see, Fidel said, I'm a stupid ass wearing a Texan shirt because it was a gift. You dumb shit. Hey, Wadonna, thank you for the 35 bits, sweetie. I appreciate you. Alan Denson in the building. Kathy's worst half. What's up, Alan? Thank you for the 200 bits, buddy. <laughs> Walt said you should buy that Astros card. No shit. Did you text that, Walt? Or was that, was that a text? Y'all should see this shit. This is crazy. Walt sent me a, a Astros card. Look at this crazy shit. I don't know who this is. Can I show this, Walt? Am I, can I show this? Look at that. 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 What on earth? Now, look, we love our Astros in Houston and all across the Lone Star State. But I'll be goddamn. Joe, thank you for the 25 bits, friend. We are in level two of the hype train. I never heard of it. Well, get used to it, Patrick Swayze. Um, I Posh says I don't hate it. Uh, what in tarnation? Yeah, see, I'm like, look, I love... Give me that Astros on the gear, right? Give me the give me the socks. Give me the shoes. Give me the shirt. Hell, I'll, give me an Astros belt. I want a I want a rainbow belt. I'll wear that bitch. I'm not putting all that on my car though. I'm not putting a Nike emblem on the back of the car. I might put my name, but I'm married to a Mexican, so I'm I'm grandfathered into it. I can do the old English letters, Laminac. They're like that's German. Not anymore. <laughs> it's Germexican. It's Mexerman. Okay, I'm just making shit up now. Um, Demata said I don't like it at all. Yeah, well, it's not. It's not very attractive. I mean, it's not a. I wouldn't want to drive around in this. Like you would get kudos like the first time, and then good luck with your resale value. That's the other problem. Good luck with the resale value. <laughs> Angry Mish. I don't know what that is. Angry Amish. Is that what that is? Angry Amish. Barry, you just aren't extreme enough. Yeah, you know what? Also, I'm married to a very, very practical woman who if I if I purchased this car or if I took my existing Honda Accord and did that to it, she's liable to leave me. I, I will tell you what she won't do. She would never ride anywhere with me. She'd be like, I'm not riding that art car parade looking ass once a year, won the World Series ass cheating car. I'm not doing that. Also, I question some of the moves made here. Okay, I don't mind the orange wheels, the the orange uh, th this thing here, this this little orange thingy, bopper. I'm not I'm not so sure that I like that. He's got it all in the grill. You need more yellow in there, fella. <sighs> yeah, I just I just don't know. That's for sale at a lot, by the way. You see that key box? That means that's for sale. That's not somebody's rig. They they already sold that. Was this a flood car? What the hell? I bet it's a wrap and not paint. That could be true, memesters. That could be true. But how do you get the wrap off, H-Town dude? You got to get out there with a hairdryer. Like, fuck. Posh said I tweeted you an Astros Jeep. Are people really doing this to their cars? Stop it, you morons. Okay. What's the dumbest thing you ever did to your car, people? One time I painted my calipers on my 350Z baby blue, and I looked like a fucking idiot until I sold that bitch. Nail polish remover, CZ. CZ, that's not Correa bought it. No way. Maybe they bought it and gave it to him as a gift. If you sign, we'll give you this accord. He's like, bitch, I'd rather take the Metro. 
CC out here with nail polish remover. It's not your toes, CC. It's not how you're getting it off. Get extra insurance for protection from the Astro haters around town. Ooh, that's a good point, too, Donald. They'll be like, I'm banging this car like them bitches banged a trash can. I smoked it out uh, undercover DEA. What? I smoked it out next to an undercover DEA agent. Okay. Well, I don't wouldn't do that. That's like my buddy who's a felon bragging about traveling around the country. He's like, I'm on parole. I'm on probation. Not allowed to leave the state. See you in Louisiana. TikTok. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing that? Jesse, what are you thinking? Oh, this was uh, the dumbest thing you've done to your car. Not in your car. To your car. Like decoration wise. Like, uh... Like you, you, I, I painted my calipers baby blue. Oh, here you go. Someone put a BMW badge on a Chrysler LeBaron. That's pretty stupid. Yeah, that's pretty damn foolish, actually. And you should be ashamed of yourself. Spoon said I wear, I ran a wire from my heater to the battery to make it run. (laughs) Yeah, that's Spoon. What are we doing, buddy? That's not good. Uh, shoe polish when I was a ch- uh, campaigning for cheerleader. <gasps> Did it fuck your car up if you put shoe polish on there? Wow. Damn it, Barry. Read mine. No. Highlight your message. Uh-huh. Didn't save your points, did you, you raggedy bitch? Did you highlight your message? Oh, you sure didn't. Oh, look. We hit our level one hype train, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hype train is over. All aboard. We hit level one of the hype train. So much. I gotta fix that. Uh, I will take a shot though. Even though I'm not showing titties, we didn't get there, but I will, I will take a shot for you guys. Oh, this is good. This is so good. I paid $400 for the whole car in 96, boom set. Okay. I paid, my first car I bought for $10, boom. $10. And it was because you had to pay something, because it was something to do with taxes and gifts and stuff. So I had to pay something for the car, and the guy was like, I didn't just have it. It was a 75 Pontiac Le Mans, it was 1990. Was it loud, Jen? Good, I wanted it to be loud. Wake y'all punk asses up. Sound like Compass Most Wanted. MC8. Wake your punk ass up. Wow. None of y'all are going to get that. Maybe Walt. Uh, let's see. Damn it, Barry. Uh, I'm still not reading yours, Fidel. Just because you said that. See, there's no, there's no, uh, you don't get to highlight messages by all capping it, ho. I should time you out for that, Fidel. Shouty. All right, I'll read it. I turned my 89 Accord into a shark car. Like a P-40 airplane. Oh, Jesus. You made me go back and read that, you raggedy bitch. I hate you so much right now, Fidel. Uh, I'm saving to get a cat. Okay, okay. I still got to go get the cat, right? Okay, that's my bad. Uh, The volume on the train is crazy loud. It's supposed to be. I'm I'm trying to scare the shit out of you hoes. All right, I'll I'll, I'll turn it down a little bit. Crybaby bitches. I do have it up kind of loud. Okay, It's, it's down now. Let's see. Is this better? Is this better? We'll try to get it. It's not an official hype train. Everyone calm down. Is this better? It's supposed to be a little loud. 
goddamn train. But is that better? I turned it down quite a bit. It better be. Because that's all you're getting. Uh, what's up, Perry? Sure wish I was able to drop bits during the train. Why can't you drop bits during the train? You can drop bits during the train. Well, who said you can't? <laughs> Amos said it was we couldn't hear you loud. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. All right, JM Sizzle said it's good. Okay, good, 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 good. That's so much better. All right, Potch. Same team, bitch. Spoon said 79 Cutlass had one door handle that worked. Passengers had to Dukes the Hazard it to get in. Oh, no, Spoon. Mine was a 75 Pontiac Le Mans. It looked like the Batmobile if you drove it backwards. If I was reversing down the street, you'd be like, na, 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 na. And... TX said, thanks, I have to read your lips now since the train passed by and I'm deaf. Okay. Hope that helped. Where is Deshaun going? Um, That's a good question, Angry. I tell you what, we're going to get all off track here. Who timed him out? Who did I time out? I didn't time out nobody. I didn't time out nobody. Did, I, did we time out somebody by mistake? Uh-oh. Sorry, player. Um... That's a good question. We're gonna let's let's let me finish my 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 uh this Paul from YouTube. Oh, what's up, Paul? Okay, I'm gonna have to try to remember that. I got too many goddamn people to try to remember. But let's talk a little Deshaun. But I, I wanted because I I want to bring up some of the news that dropped yesterday. But real quick, I'm just gonna tell you the story about my car. Seventy five Pontiac Le Mans paid ten dollars. It wouldn't travel two miles before it died because it had a, like a leak or a hole in the catalytic converter. And after so long, it would just die. And I know that because my school was two and a half miles away and the car would only go about two miles and then die. And then I would have to sit there on the side of the road while everybody else would go to school and pass me. And I would just wait for whatever to happen to happen so that I could start it up again and finish my journey to school. I had to leave 30 minutes before everybody else. And I lived two and a half miles from school. At at that point, I just got to where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk. And so... My senior year, I walked to school, or junior year. I walked to school because it was such a raggedy-ass car. <laughs> Cece said, I want to get my car wrapped to where it looks washed. Man, you should see my girl. It's dirty. Mine's dirty like a butthole. Uphill both ways. Oh, shut up, Drew, you raggedy bitch. Reports are that Browns are out on Watson. Is that true? Didn't see that. I will say you uh, this. What's up? Welcome to the program, too, by the way, Drew. Um... You you dimed out. Uh, oh, I thought you said you uh, timed out uh, Fidel. There are a couple of idiots that have their vehicles wrapped in white camouflage. <laughs> That's outstanding. Uh, okay, Deshaun Watson. Let's talk about it for a second. I don't have a fancy slide because he wasn't really on my must talk about list, but I guess we need to. And I do have the uh, sports headlines, which we're going to get to, that has more Houston Texans news. However, real quick on Deshaun, just my thoughts. Aaron J. Bryant sent me a link to a story where the Falcons were seriously interested in Deshaun. Well, make no mistake about it. That makes a ton of sense from a logistical standpoint because Deshaun Watson from Atlanta grew up there. You remember the story. Uh, Who was it that uh, helped him? uh, Was it work done? that uh, was doing Habitat for Humanity and was kind of a mentor to him. He met work done during a Habitat for Humanity thing Deshaun Watson did because his mom uh, was um, didn't have the money for the house, so they moved into a Habitat for Humanity house. And Deshaun made his way up, and uh, yeah, 
became who he is. Now, from that standpoint, being in Atlanta, the ties to the city makes an absolute ton of sense. The question becomes, the question becomes, do they have the necessary resources in picks and current players? Can they put together a package? I got to get my, uh, I need to get like a, a thing here. I need to get, I need to get a foam thing here, right? Just to put over it. Don't clip that. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. James Sister, thank you for the sub, buddy. Let's go. Got us a new sub with a prime sub, no less, man. Thank you for that. I appreciate you, fam. Much love to you. I'll get my shot glass out here in a second. Um, a package over my thing. Listen, don't, don't get slapped. Uh, James said, if, if Watson goes to Atlanta, where does that leave Matty Ice in his $42 million contract? Uh, pff, nobody gives a shit. I mean, I'm guessing that they probably bring Matty Ice over as part of the trade and the Falcons don't give a shit, but I don't know if you want to be strapped with that contract either. So I really don't know. They probably cut him and fade it, to be honest with you, or he just backs up, uh, Watson because there still might be a suspension, right? There still might be. Some time off, some games off. You got Maddie Ice to get you through that trading midseason to a contender. Who knows? The, the question, though, becomes, do they have the necessary assets to compete with Carolina and New Orleans? And I don't think they do. Do they have the salary cap space to compete with New Orleans? I don't even know if that's the case. Now, there was that, that fourth uh, or that third option that was thrown out earlier in Cleveland. But I want you to understand something about Atlanta. Deshaun is the one that approached the Texans and got permission to speak to the Falcons. So this isn't something that the Texans actively seeked with the Falcons. The only thing they've said, the Texans said, is we're not trading you in the division. You want to go anywhere else, we'll do it. So Cleveland was out there as a possibility. Cleveland was very much interested in it. I don't know if they're out right now. I haven't seen a headline as of late. Yeah, Walt at Work Done presented. Uh, that's what I said, Work Done. So I, so I was right. Okay. I don't know if you were my, my, popped in at the last second and maybe didn't hear, but yeah, I just, I couldn't remember his name, but I thought it was work done. So I was, I was, it's memory. I tell you, um, yeah, we're going to get to that as well. JM. I've got a, uh, I've got a link for all the compensatory picks. We're going to take a look at as well. So I think it's safe to say that, um, Atlanta is probably fourth on this list. I think Deshaun would like to go home. But I just don't think that they have the assets and the capital, the draft capital, or, or, or the salary cap space for that matter. Let me, uh, let's see. NFL salary cap space spot track. Is it spot track or spot rack? I really don't know. I always call it spot track because it's to combine, whatever. All right, NFL salary cap tracker. Here, I'll pull this up for you. I'll share my screen. I'm not a stingy bitch. Let's go scenes, chrome, boop, 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 boop. All right, here's your NFL cap tracker. Colts have the most. Jags don't have shit anymore because they went out and spent all their money on a bunch of stupid-ass free agents that they didn't need. Well, you got to get some weapons for Trevor Lawrence, so you're going to pay Christian Kirk $75 million? Morons. Uh, so, yeah, Jags now 15th in available salary cap. So right now, if we're looking, uh, top 51 cap active. Let's see, where, where can I find the cap space? I want to scroll over here. 
Here we go. Cap space for the uh, top 51, which is what you're really interested in. Atlanta Falls. Holy shit. This is not going to work. They're 24. They have $5 million. Ain't no damn way. Ain't no damn way. They, they just don't have the room. And, and they've already traded away a ton of assets and weapons, and a lot of people are just gone. And that was uh, my buddy Mike Liebeshock was making the point. If Deshaun does go to Atlanta, who's he throwing to? Great point. There's literally no weapons left. So let's look at the other teams that are in the running for the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. I don't know what that's there for. Uh, the Nolan Saints. Well, they are. Where the hell are they? I just saw. They are 25th. They've got 2 million. In cap space. Am I on the wrong year? What is happening? No, that's 2022. Uh, let's update it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the Carolina Panthers have 31 million in cap space, basically. So, <sighs> doesn't look good uh, unless you start cutting a lot of folks. You still got dead cap money. Like, who would New Orleans cut? You Where, where are my Saints fans at? Let's go look. Let's go look at New Orleans's roster. Who are they going to start cutting to clear up space? Right. Let's let's sort by base salary. Uh, boy, they just don't have a lot on the books because of all this dead money. Look at this. Look at this dead cap money, man. What? Now hold on. That this doesn't seem like a ton of money. As the skies blew the Saints into the offseason when the average uh, held for 2022. Wait, what? So have they done this? Am I missing it? Where's the cap space? Let's see. Yeah, it doesn't show. But I mean, on the other page, unless they... Are they still on the hook for Drew Brees money? Oh, that sucks. You guys are still paying Drew Brees 11-5. Walt said uh, Saints restructure Kamara and others to get under the cap barely. Okay, so then what's all the talk? I don't I don't understand what's the what's all the talk about him being a saint. They just don't have it. Unless and and if you trade, you still have to eat some of the money, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but boy, you would have to trade a whole lot of folks to make this work because there's no way that the Saints could absorb that contract. So uh, it's looking like it's the Carolina Panthers, folks. That's that's probably your best bet. Uh, Amos said they've been a cap hell the last five years. They'll figure it out. Well, you know, that, but that's to Walt's point. When you got Drew Brees and you're paying him that much money, that's going to happen. James Sizzle said they've cleared up a ton of cap space. The cap is not a problem because it's not real. Oh, well, yeah, you can re-sign and add bonuses and guarantees and all that other shit to finagle the cap. That's 100% true. How does Drew get money if he retired? Hey, look, when you've got certain amounts of money, when you sign a contract in the NFL, it's crazy the way they do their salary cap. Certain portions of a contract are always going to be dead money, even if that person retires or you cut them or even trade them out. Sometimes you have to, I think it depends on how much you absorb back. I'd have to go look. Uh, but... Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna eat some dead money on all these deals. That's why you got to be careful. You got to be careful how you do it. Uh, boy, you talk about a crazy deal. Did y'all see the 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 Rogers uh, dead cap money? Let me pull it up. My buddy uh, Aaron Raybold sent he sends me a um, rundown every morning of topics to discuss for the show. One of them was how much the cap hit was 
if the the Green Bay Packers cut or uh, Aaron Rodgers retires. Here you go. I'll pull this up. Well, since it's a link, we'll just do this little mosey number here. I'll resize that and we'll. Okay. So this was the article that he sent. It's in the big lead. Um, here it is. Uh, first read of the Packers QB contract, 42 million in 2022, 59 million in 2023, 49 million in 2024. That's basically what it is. Anyways, uh, the trade-off of the cap savings. Here it is. I got to move myself out of the way. I'm sorry, folks. That was, uh, that's rude of me. Let me get to position. Oh, oh, I didn't want the whole thing. God bless. You do this to me. I don't understand it. How come you are the way you are? Oh, no, that's not good. Okay, let me just reset this whole thing. Um, Trying to move this bitch around. There we go. Let me just get this out of the way. Sorry, folks. All right. So it says the trap, uh, the trade-off for cap savings now, if Aaron Rodgers retires or the Packers move on after the 2023 season, they would have a $68 million, $68 million on their books for dead cap money in 2024. That is ridiculous. So they're basically like, well, we're definitely not cutting you. But if he retires, boy, he could stick it to him. <sighs> That's ugly, man. That is super ugly. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. Not a smart move, but you got you to gotta suck that teat. Rosenthal, too. What? Raiders have loaded up that defense. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pacha, go for him. Chandler Rome reported Grinky to the Royals. Oh. I mean, look. If you guys... You guys are are expecting what the hell's going on over here? Close that. I'm trying to pull up his info. Uh, you guys are expecting me to be sad about Zach Grinky leaving. I'm sorry, but I'm not. I know you guys love you some Zach Grinky. And they weren't they weren't gonna bring him back and pay Carlos Correa. Okay, they just they weren't gonna do that. Now I would like to see what the deal was. Do they have uh Zach? Let's see. Zach Green. No. Zach Grinky. Let's see if they have the new deal on here yet. I not a huge fan, but anybody that knows me knows I wasn't a huge fan of Zach Grinky throwing that puss. This is not a puss ball era to be throwing 78 mile an hour EFA's pitches, calling it. Hey, I'm gonna throw you a curveball. But throw the two to your catcher. Hey. You're gonna throw the hey, don't look. Throw the curveball. Stop looking. Curveball. Curveball. How did he know? Maybe because you're giving the signals on the mound, Zach. You moron. So the problem is Zach Greinke gone. This rotation now is without Zach Greinke, without Lance McCullers Jr. I think that they're better off without Zach Greinke because you need to know what the rest of that rotation is going to be able to do long-term. Urquidy, uh, you've got Fromber, you've got uh, uh, Luis, Gar uh, Luis Garcia, and Lance, and uh, JV. And that's your starting five. Now, Lance is out, so that's okay. <laughs> Here comes the heat, 80 miles an hour. 
Griggy started his career in KC, which is why it's fitting and makes sense that he goes back. Now, I know his heyday was at the Dodgers, but yeah, he spent 2004 to 2000. And here, well, we'll just look at his numbers, too. I don't give a shit. We'll make this an all Google Chrome uh, web webinar thing. I'm going to try to fix this. Hold on. How come I can't get this some bitch to ever work right? For the love of everything holy, could you just act right? Here we go. All right. I'm sorry. It bothers me when shit's off. Uh, 2020. Yeah, 2010. Okay. Well, I've got it right here. So, oh, some bitch. I don't want your ad. Get out of here. Although, feed your lawns. is It's about time. Here you go. So, Grinky, 2004 to 2010. Uh, Milwaukee for a year. Then on to L.A. where he pitched for the Angels in 2012. Then he became a Dodger and had some good years. There was that year with the 1.66 ERA. Listen, Zach Greinke for a very long time was really, really good at pitching baseballs. A couple of 19-win seasons uh, or a 19-win season in L.A. Had a 17-win season. Had an 18-win season split between Arizona and Houston. But let's talk about once he got to Houston, okay? He was rolling along. He had a stinker of a year in 2016 with a 437 ERA. But that's okay. Probably some injuries and whatnot and who's nots. It's okay. But once he arrived in Houston, he went 8-1 and one with a 302 ERA in year 2019. 2020, he was 3-3 three three with a 403 ERA. Okay? And then 11-6. and six. Yay. With a 4-16 ERA. He won 11 games. This is not your dad's Zach Grinky. This is, this is, this is old man Zach Grinky. This isn't the Zach Grinky that, that was so dominant. He's, was he now? He's 132? Oh, 38. That was close. I just don't want old Zach Grinky throwing 78 mile an hour heat. Sorry. What's up, Nick? Thanks for being here. Nick said, checking in real quick. Family trip to Disney World all week. Uh, resting real quick. Let's go, fam. Hey, I dare you. I dare you to grab Mickey Mouse's butt. Just give him a cool, cool. Just give him a little toot. Just give him a little toot on the onion. See what he does. Take pictures. Give video. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing you meant JV, Justin Verlander. I, I think so. Justin Verlander has been more than durable. We talked about this the other day on the show. When you look at... Uh, 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 Tommy John surgery, elbow surgery, arm surgery now versus what it was 20 years ago. There's no reason to think he can bounce back. Now, the problem is he's older. Older people takes longer. But if anyone has kept their body in tip-top shape, water glistening all over your body, it's JV. So I think I'll be fine. Uh, ooh, family trip to Disney World on spring break. Sounds great. Sounds awful, just FYI but I'm like not a kid's fan. I, I would just leave the kids and you can't get close to the mouse. He's a fucking mouse. I think you just run up and steal him. You know what you should do? Do this, Nick. Walk up to Mickey and be like, hey, Mickey, can we take a picture with you guys right over here? Oh, gotcha, Mickey. And then punch his ass dead off in the face. And then just run. Fuck him. I would do it last day you're there. Okay? Last day you're there. Get him to where, wait, wait by the, uh, Wait by the edge of the park so you can make a smooth getaway. And it could be Goofy. It could be Mickey. Don't do many. Like, don't hit chicks. Bluto? Pluto? What's his name? Is that not the same thing? Whatever. Punch one of them sons of bitches. 
I think it'd be fun. And then just run out. Get video up. Yeah, don't touch many. That's uh that's off limits. Um he's gonna be in Disney jail. Do they have that would be interesting if they had jail in Disney. That would be very interesting. Uh Fidel, have a great time, buddy. Love you, man. Later, y'all off to pick up my son and head to the radio. Have a great, great time with your son, Fidel. Seriously. I I, I hope you do have an outstanding time. Um let's see, we know where Barry is searching on the internet. We know what Barry has been searching on the internet. I don't know. What do you know? What did I did 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 uh peen pop up? What happened? Oh, you can't get close to them, they keep them far away. Damn it. Fine. So Zach Grinky, 1.2 war last year, 11 and 6. I say good riddance. Goodbye. I mean, good for him for going back to KC. You got to get younger. You got to get better with this Astros team. And I, I, I saw an article that's like, you still got Jake Odorizzi. No, thanks. No, thanks. Pacha Titans releasing Julio Jones. Damn. Maybe he goes back to Atlanta with Deshaun. Not happening. All right. Guess, let's guess the landing spot. Put, put it out there now, folks. Put it out there. Because I don't want to see none of y'all talking shit on Twitter later. Oh. What's going on with the web client? Uh-oh. We may not have a... Uh... Aaron Raybould may not be joining today because I think the damn... Uh... Call your shot now. Call your shot now while I'm trying to fix this so Aaron Rabel connects at 315. But call your shot now. Where do you think? Where do you think Julio Jones lands? Hmm? Open call manager. That son of a bitch is still broke. 7396 system net web exception. Oh, that's not good. Oh, that's not good at all. Let's see. What is it? Refresh F4, F5. I forget. It's so long since I've done a manual ass refresh. Back to ATL. I kind of thought that. You know what? I could see him going, though. Let's think about who needs weapons. Who needs a two or a three? F5. Okay, that's thank you, Potch. I knew my IT guy would know. Open call manager F5. Nothing. Well, Aaron, you may not be connecting, buddy. Don't know what the fuck is going on here. Uh, Julio going to New Orleans Breakers. <laughs> Does Julio still have stuff in the tank? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I don't think Julio's going to be a one. That's for sure. He may not even be a two. But I tell you what, he's a big body down at the goal line. It's like having a goddamn tight end. I don't think he goes back to Atlanta, though. I think he goes somewhere where they are trying to add weapons. We know he's not going to go to Tampa. Rams makes a lot of sense. Jamal, Rams makes a lot of sense. Uh, he's not going to Tampa, Rudy. No way. They're already stacked and packed. There's no way that's happening. Uh, we just talked about the Jags spending money like crazy, trying to get weapons for Trevor Lawrence. Think that mindset. A team that doesn't have a ton of money left, but they're not going to spend a ton of money, but they want to add weapons, threes and fours on their receiving core. San Fran might not be a bad option. Uh, Ivan. Yeah, Raiders, F, uh, F5. Oh, thank you, CeCe. Uh, does Julio stuff stuff? Julio going to the New Orleans Breakers. Packers? You know what? That's absolutely not crazy. But they, I don't know what the Packers uh, salary cap. I mean, we'd have to go back and look again. 
but not not uh, absolutely ridiculously dumb. Hey, what's up, Ray, over on Podbean? Thank you guys for listening over there. Appreciate you. Sorry, I'm don't check the chat. Um, yeah, not actually, actually not the stupidest thing in the world to see him go there. Philly, okay. Julio to the Texans. Why would neither one of them want that? The old usual suspects are good at beating up mascots. Oh, that's that's dirty pool right there. That's dirty pool indeed. Yeah, Green Bay might be a good option. So call your shot. I'll save this chat transcript. Who wants to who wants to put it down? I wish I could save this so I can go back and search it. Since he put him behind Mixon and uh, P Ryan. Okay, I mean he's a, he's a receiver, so I don't think he'd be running, but. Uh, Jags would get, uh, would be good to get the veteran presence. Yeah. That's why I think, and they're one, I mean, if they're signing Christian Kirk to ridiculous money, they're obviously looking for something for Trevor Lawrence to throw to this division is going to be up for grabs, right? I mean, there's rumors, by the way, Baker uh, upset once he found out Cleveland was talking to Deshaun Watson. Let's, let's get into that real quick. Once Baker Mayfield found out that Cleveland had, uh, their eyes, Said on Deshaun Watson, he got sad. He got pouty faced, and uh, he 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 uh, he he sent a letter out, and it was maybe a little soon because he's not gone yet. But this is what he sent out to the city of, of Cleveland, to the land. Past four years have been nothing short of truly life-changing since I heard my name called in the draft to go to Cleveland. This is not a message with hidden meaning. This is strictly to thank the city of Cleveland for embracing my family and me. We have made many memories and shared growing uh, and shared growing in this process through all the ups and downs. I don't understand. Oh, I have no clue what happens next. What's the meaning behind the silence I've had during the duration of the process? I can only control what I can, which is trusting in God's plan through the process. God is not your GM. Don't trust in his plan. I have given the franchise everything I have. That is something I've always done at every stage and at every level. And that will not change wherever I take my next snap. Whatever happens, I just want to say thank you to the fans who truly embrace who I am and the mentality that along with Science City, blah, blah, blah. Cleveland will always be a part of Emily and my story. And we'll always be thankful to the impact it's had on us. Look, here's the deal. That's Baker Reagan Mayfield. Here's the problem uh, with Baker is once he started having, uh, once he started zoom out, once he started making commercials, it was all downhill after that. So I think Baker just needs to go back to playing football, stop making great, great commercials, great commercials, and move on. Now, there was talks that he wants to go to Indy, that he's interested in playing in Indianapolis now that they've moved on from Carson Wentz. And I don't know if you're Indy that you want to go down that road. You just got rid of one sus QB. You don't want another one. But I'll say this. Uh... if he doesn't go to Indy, even if he does, if you're the Jags, go get Julio Jones. Go get, you know, stock up. I mean, I know they're spending crazy money on mid-level talent, but this division is ripe for the picking. I really believe that. I don't think the Titans are going to be great. I mean, Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, but... They're kind of a one-trick pony over there. Tannehill was exposed again. Uh, you seen this dude in the Plano Council rapping? No, I haven't seen that. I have not. Uh, so you're saying that he was doomed from the start. Uh, so I, I, 
Go get Julio Jones, Jacksonville. Do your thing. This is definitely... Hey, Rudy, thank you for the follow, my friend. Guys, we are so close to 200 followers. I would just like to encourage you, if you are not, if you are not following this channel for whatever reason, maybe you just rely on me to, um, you know, tweet out the link or whatever, please click follow. It really does help. Uh, you'll get notified via the Twitch app and other things if you're on Twitch. But following always helps. So for the 58 of you watching right now, and for those of you listening around the world on the podcast, twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Please go follow if you listen on uh, podcast or whatever. And if you're here now and you're not a follower of this fight channel, please make sure you do that. Not asking for a sub, not asking, keep your, keep your money player. Just, just click that follow. That's, that's what I really want to, to impress upon you. But if you do have Amazon prime, you do get a free prime sub that you could spend here and it wouldn't hurt my feelings and cost you $0. So for all of you that have Amazon prime and you want to subscribe to the program, and support the channel and myself. You can absolutely do that with your Amazon Prime sub. All right, that's enough pitching that. Change the subject of the Browns, said Jen, our resident Brown fan. It's depressing AF. Like, it's sad AF. How many QBs have succeeded in Cleveland? One, Bernie Kozar. That's it. That is it. And he wasn't even that good. Um, okay, let's do this. I'm gonna take a quick break. It's 3.09. I gotta pee. I'm gonna run an ad. And then uh let's come back and we because we still have a lot to talk about. It's Whisker Wednesday. I still owe you uh two animals from special pals that you can adopt. Two more puppies. Two more puppies that you can adopt from special pals and take advantage of their discount. I also want to talk about this. Speaking of 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 what am I watching? What am I reading? Um I want to talk about this story of this school assistant principal that lost his job for reading a book called I Need a New Butt to his students, to his kids. So we're going we're gonna to discuss that. We can talk about Dolly Parton bowing out of the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Still probably going to make it into the Boob Hall of Fame. Definitely does not want to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, so we can talk about that. I've got the Devontae Adams story, the Bucks, the Cowboys, all kinds of shit. I've got so much sports to discuss. We can get to all that, but we're going to do some non-sports as well. But I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to run, grab another uh, Diet Coca-Cola, and take a pee. And then when we come back, we're also hopefully, if my system is not jacked up, hopefully also going to be joined by Aaron Raybold at 315, the uh, producer and on-air person for uh, Odd Takes, which precedes this show on a weekly basis. So all that and more right after this break. Look, don't go anywhere. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinick. I'm back in like less than three minutes, all right? Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.
back to hour number two of Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinack. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't can go have sex with yourself. All right? That's that's how we roll around here. Hey, uh, it is a Whisker Wednesday. And before I bring on Aaron Rabel to VOD Takes, I want to tell you that uh, my buddies and my pals over at Special Pals have some amazing animals for you guys to adopt. Don't let these puppies, don't let these animals uh, linger in these shelters. They need a home, and you have a home. And get out there and adopt these. Yes, Liebeshock. I think we're it's two boys, not two bitches, but uh, it's very possible. What happened to my overlay? Why did it go away again? I don't understand this. I'm going to have to fix that. Uh, I think it might be after the break. Nonetheless, uh, get out to Special Pals. Two locations, or sorry, they're open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. I'm doing the Dan's read. Specialpals.org is the website. All the animals that I'm going to show you now and that you see on their website come fully vaccinated, microchipped, spayed, or neutered, up to date on flea and heartworm preventions, and um, including their medications, their adoption fees ranging from $80 to $250, but they have amazing animals. And they have a great track record of how they treat their animals. So make sure you get out there and adopt one of these animals. And let's start with Buddy. <laughs> Come on, guys. Buddy can literally hear me reading this all the way across the internet. Look at those ears, you guys. This is Buddy. Buddy is a 10-month-old German shepherd or a shepherd mix, I should say, who is, quote, always listening. Check out those ears. He's friendly. Uh, he's got a huge personality to go along with his ears and they can't wait to see him meet his new family. And it could be you just get out to specialpals.org and uh, go adopt a buddy. Look at him. He's even smiling, buddy. Even with those big ass ears, buddy is smiling. Look, that's amazing. Go buddy. It's your birthday. I never heard of it. That's because you're stupid. Patrick Swayze. That's a good ass dog right there. All right. Speaking of good boys, this is scrappy. Scrappy is a lot of pup and a little package. <laughs> I think that was a penis thing. He's a two-year-old, 36 pounds, and ready to chase a toy in your backyard. Come say hi to Scrappy. He kind of looks like a big little dog or a little big dog. I'm not sure. 36 pounds. I think Scrappy hasn't skipped a meal in a while. Uh, so, yeah, Scrappy is a lot of pup, little buddy. They're both available, though, and they're both available from specialpals.org. All you got to do is log on to specialpals.org. Open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. for adoptions. Now, um, Katie sent me something in the Gmail. Hold on. Let me pull this up. I want to make sure I read this along with the Whisker Wednesday for today. This is what she said. Sage Patrick's Day is this week, and we still have a lot of pups to make lucky dogs. Adoption fees for adult dogs ages six months and older will stay lucky seven through Sunday. Through Sunday. So that means you could adopt Scrappy or you could adopt Buddy for $7. Folks, that is ridiculously cheap. That goes through March 20. We're open 12 to 4 p.m. Uh, our doggos want to meet you. If you want, if you can't adopt, share the information. Go to specialpals.org. Share the link. Check them out. There's a ton of dogs available. It's like any dog over six months old is $7 to adopt. Folks, you're just not going to find adoption fees that cheap. And if you've been thinking about getting a dog at the house for the kiddos or whoever, maybe you, get out there. I, I just showed you two wonderful animals that are deserving of a home. So, uh, All right. So that being said, Buddy looks high. Oh, wow. You guys hear that? Is that your cat? 
Yes, that would be my cat. I don't know how it's picking it up on on this. I don't know. Like it okay, should be just, picking it up through my. Uh, I just I was sitting there. I was like, "What the fuck is that noise? What is Does going it sound on like I'm right talking now? Through this microphone right here. I guess because I, I, mean, I was like, you guys, be. make sure you go adopt. And I was like, meow, meow. I was like, what the, the fuck? fuck? Did I did I do that? Would well, I put that as part of the thing? All right, let me no, give you a proper introduction. It started to mess with my. I I almost passed out there for a second. I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Guys, let me welcome. Oh, look, he's frozen too. I don't know what's happened here. Uh, this is <laughs> Aaron. Move your face. Move your. Okay, we lost him. It's not going well. I I I was worried about this. Microphone turned off. Microphone turned on. Call connected. This is not going good. We're we're having tech problems here, folks. Aaron's face. Fix your face, man. We'll get to it. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll get him back on the on the uh, hotline uh, ASAP. But Aaron Raybold from Odd Takes going to join me here in just a second. Drew said quality stuff here. Hey, this is live, bro. What do you want? All right, back on the line. Now, a proper introduction for my guy. Joining me on the program right now, Market. Joining me on the program right now. Uh, we work together at ESPN 97.5. We now are Twitch buddies, I guess. Call it that. Twitchticles. Twitchticles. I like it. Uh, the host, yeah. co-host, and producer. Is that right? Is that the correct co-host and producer uh, yeah. of Odd I mean, Takes? Yeah, Aaron Raybold. Odd Takes, of course, on this very Twitch uh, TV um, domain app, I guess, from uh, yeah. 1 to 2. Correct? You guys are on 1 to 2 every day. 1 to 2, Monday through Friday. Welcome to the program, my friend. How are you? Um, wonderful. I've been outside trying to fix my car right now because, well, when you're unemployed and things break on your car, you dust off your redneck skills from when you were young and go, "Hey, screw it! I ain't paying some mechanic. I'll do it myself, bitch." Were you? Uh, were you? Uh, did you do a lot of uh, car working, car fixing as a kid? Uh, I mean, prior to working at uh, when I got my internship and uh, right up till when I got hired at ESPN, I was uh, I worked at Discount Tire for six years. No shit. Which is tires, but yeah, yeah. I've, I've taken apart car engines. I've done most anything except for AC and transmission work because those piss me off. Really? Well, let me tell you what, buddy. Yep. I'm not going to say I'm Mr. Goodwrench, but God damn it. My middle name is Mopar. All right, I have a cord. It's not even either one of those. That was GM and Chrysler, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, what is what It's is interesting the, because uh, so the I, uh, I, Michelle's I like, one time on the... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, uh, Michelle, one time on the uh, the promo vehicle, the old, old one we had, the Suburban. Michelle, by the way, you got you to gotta tell people that aren't in the know who Michelle sorry, is. Sorry, our old promo person, our old, old promo, promo director, Michelle. At the radio station we both used to work at, ESPN 97.5 yes. Houston. Listen, Aaron, we're not some raggedy-ass local radio station anymore. We're fucking worldwide, That's true. bro. There are people That's in true. Spain watching this show, show right now, this program right now. We got people... In faraway places like Conroe, foreign lands Damn. like Willis and Beaumont. So we're nationwide. I mean, we know the signal buddy. doesn't reach any more than like five That's miles true. away from the damn stick anyway. So, That's true. so what did so what did Michelle, our promo person uh, at ESPN 97.5 do? The, uh, the headlights weren't working and she was going to send a, the team of promo kids out somewhere with no headlights. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? She was like, well, AD's supposed to fix the headlights, but he's not here today. So and I was like, so you're going to send these kids out with no headlights on a vehicle at, for a nighttime 
like go to hand out t-shirts she was like well they'll have the well, parking yeah. I like, lines give me I said, jesus give me the credit card she goes oh i have the bulbs they're just sitting down in the car i said why didn't you have one of the promo kids do it oh nobody knows how to change out headlights i said i know how to change out headlights that takes a whole five minutes of my time jesus so i charged two hours and i got paid five for five minutes nice. out damn headlights on that thing. i will say this uh I I'm mean, gonna go let my dog in right in here. I can still hear you. But okay, I uh, my you dogs. know, I, I I'm not the manliest of men, and I I've occasionally worked on a car, um, but nothing is more degrading than when you go to AutoZone and buy a battery and then they install it for you. Actually, you know what? The only thing that would be more degrading than the dude at AutoZone installing the battery for you was the time that the chick at AutoZone installed my battery for me. Now that's a whole new level of man card revoked. I'm not going to talk shit. I'll just let it go. No, talk your shit, player. Go ahead. Talk it up. I, I, uh, I bring I mean, it up for that reason. I know what I'm, I'm getting into when I say it. Go ahead. No, I mean, if you've never been raised or taught how to work on a car, it seems overwhelming. But the way I was always taught was look at what you're doing and especially now when like when i hit high school camera phones were something now it was a flip phone but yeah. i was taught hey if you're going to take something apart because you can't afford to fix it take a picture before and that's then it. look at the picture that's and make it. sure it goes back the same way it came that's it and that's that that was the easiest i mean i don't want to brag but i replaced the horns there's two horns on my honda accord and psh, i mean this is a pretty big deal i took a bumper off look at and you all fancy Oh, it's fucking so easy. YouTube that shit. It was like a bunch of. I had to buy a bunch of clips though. Who the fuck? A, a thirty thousand dollar car held together by plastic clips. I'll never understand it as long as I live. I just I don't oh, understand yeah. it. Um. Now let's get. We have a lot to. This talk is what about. people tuned in for. Is car talk. Right. 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 Yeah. They're just hemorrhaging viewers right now. Uh, yeah. Just, my bad. But let's let's give sorry the people, guys. Let's give the people what they want. We're gonna get to Twitch and streaming and sports. But let's give the people a little bit of what they want. Let's talk a little shop. Let's talk a little ESPN 97.5. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on. Uh, I mean, everybody knows my story. Have you been very vocal since you've left the station? Uh, I think I sent out one. Aside from my professional, like, I'm no longer with the company. I wish them yeah. the best, blah, blah, blah. I think I've sent maybe one more snide tweet. One more emo kind over of the past, shade. No, not shade even tweet. emo. Just like a backhanded, like, yeah, you're raggedy bitch. You could really you fired me and then you kept this shit on the air like that kind of thing. Um, I've been I've been holding off because I was told you know hey cool off for a while don't mm -hmm. don't go mm -hmm. and go flamethrow the place. Yeah, I mean when I first left, it, yeah. So I got hired there in uh, what was it March of 2014, April of 2015. Mm -hmm. They laid me off for the first time. Yeah, and so. They, but they kept me on part-time to do a lot of other stuff. So I was actually making more well, money doing part-time work right? for them. Yeah. I remember you well, no, that was, before I went to, that was before I went to 790. Don't say my name. And then that happened too. <laughs> but I never worried about, like, I always worried about burning that bridge. Yeah. And now, like, it's obvious what they're doing. Unless the, unless somebody, they sell that actual station to somebody yeah. who is going to revamp it. I am never working at that station again. You know, They're never going to bring me there's, back. There's some bridges you burn and some bridges you don't. And some bridges are sturdy and solid. The Brooklyn Bridge, you don't burn the Brooklyn Bridge. 
You don't, you don't, you don't burn that big bridge over the ship channel that scares the shit out of everybody. Like, am I going to make it up this bad boy? But if you're on one of them bridges made out of rope that when you try to cross that some bitch, it's that wobbly. It's barely hanging on as a fucking bridge. I mean, look, sometimes you can burn a bridge and it's okay. I, I, dude, I was the greatest ex-employee in the world. I didn't say a fucking word until, and you know this. Because you were the one that had to tell me, right? Was it you or Lance? I told you. Yeah. So Lance. Because I wanted you as a. I wanted me and Lance. And I was the one who pitched it to Lance. Yeah. Because he was like, because anytime, like, I mean, they both have about 6,000 vacation days, anyways. Right. Uh, And anytime one of them are out, they would never, like, I was told, hey, we're going to, you're going to take over. You're going to be a real producer. You're going to do all of this. Basically, we're just going to be the talking monkeys, which I was like, deal. That, that is what I want. I'm a control freak about stuff like that. Sounds good. Yep. But then they would do all this stuff and be like, oh, hey, I'm going to be golfing in California for the next four days. Um, Lance, figure out who you want as a co-host. And I was like, eh. The whole point was that you were the talking monkeys. You will you get a co-host that I pick for you. Yeah. And so my, my very first thing, I was like, hey, bring in Barry. You want somebody who's funny. You want somebody who's not going to overshine you, but it's also going to draw in some of the listeners we lost because sports. that giant oh. – uh, Yeah. Um, and so, and so, so Lance was on board. So what happens is I get a text from you. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I, I, I publicize it. I tell everybody. And then I get a text from you that says, Hey, they won't let me do this. Cause you're banned from the airwaves. It's like, what the fuck? I had no yep. idea that I was even banned from the station. Cause I'm still getting texts from people and, Oh, Barry, we just love you to death. No, the fuck you don't. If you loved me, you wouldn't have banned me from your fucking station. So that's when I was like, uh, this bridge, hold on. Let me, where's my lighter at? God damn it. I'm about to burn this motherfucker down. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't, what I do now is before I would just not say anything. I would be very, I just, I'm, they're all my friends and it's all cool. But now I'm like, I'll just tell you the truth. They may not like it, but this is the truth. I'm not going to bad mouth them. I'm not going to talk shit about them. Uh, in a derogatory way, but I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you how it's run. I'll tell you the problems. Because what the fuck? If they've banned me from the air, what bridge can I burn? Right? Because I played yeah, the good I, soldier boy. Me. You know that. I was very good. I, same here. And I haven't said, I mean, there have been a couple of, of tweets. Trust me, in the past like yeah. three weeks, I have had tweet thread ready to go, ready to hit send. And then I'm like, Maybe this is the beer talking. Maybe I should just yeah. say fuck it and move on. You know what? She cheated and, on me. She was a bitch. Screw it. I, I don't care. You know what? Just let it go. And then every now and then somebody will send out a tweet. And you're like, Mother. preferably Mother. somebody who, and you're like, God damn. Yeah. yeah. It happens. And, now, I'm the same as you. If you ask me a question, I'll tell you the God's honest truth, but I'm, I'm not, not about to go and just talking. light yeah. things on fire yeah. on my own. Yeah. Because two other and employees goes for everything. Other, other stations are going to see that and see your cattiness and be like, oh, is this how he actually inspired? No, bitch. I was super cordial. I mean, I was, you won't find somebody better that you've just fired, which by the way, you had over a million dollars in your account when you fired me and told me it was about money. Again, that's not me talking shit. That's just the truth. And that is literally public record. So I was still yep. the good soldier. And then when I found out they banned Heck me, I was yeah. like, all right, uh, fuck being a good soldier. I'm not doing that anymore. Uh, hey, big boss! Thank you for the sub. That was uh, that was from Mina TX. That's outstanding, Chris Mina. Thank you for the gifted sub to Clarence Marshall. Man, we appreciate that. Jared Taylor, thank you for the two hundred bits, my friend. Very much appreciate you as well, buddy. You guys are the best. Um, 
I'm late, but here. Hey, no, dude, you're never late. If you show up, Jared, you're not late. All right, now, Big Boss said, ask the question. What question? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know this until I saw it in the chat, Aaron, but Tyler moving on? Did you see that coming? I just heard about that. Didn't see it coming. I already texted him, and uh, I don't know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say. Yeah. Um, oh, I think it's good for him. I don't, I don't think... I don't think a flame throwing would happen from him because it was I, his choice, right? His, they didn't fire details. him, but he he chose to move on. I, I'm not going to confirm or deny that because I don't know if I'm allowed to. I mean, this is his business; sure. that's his you know choice. But uh, that I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't bet against that that theory. Okay, uh, I I think that. Uh, it, if it was his choice, then there was still probably writing on the wall. I mean, that's just the way that things operate around there. And you can either stand around and bury your head in the sand, or you can lay like, well, you know what? I'm going to get out now and still try to find another opportunity. JM, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Very much appreciate it. So I'd be interested to see what happened with that. But look, they're flipping it all over. They are. It's just the, the turnover is immense. It's crazy. And what's amazing to me, Aaron... Is that this was the number one sports talk station in the city for a while. And yeah. then something happened. Uh, you start getting rid of all your talent or you hemorrhage all your talent and no one wants to listen anymore. Surprise, surprise. Which, yeah. I mean, it. And I'm not just talking about I mean, me, I'm by not, the way. I, I don't want to point out that it's just me, but I'm thinking, look at the, look at the overall change in production, on air. All of that that they've that they've experienced in a while, and it doesn't surprise me that their ratings are as bad as they are based on the decisions they've made. Honestly, Fred and AJ leaving, and Fred kind of leaving on his own, you know, deciding that hey, like if you guys you guys need to make a decision, and then not them waiting and Hyman and Holland and trying to make a decision and not letting it go out, you know, letting the show end like it should have. Yeah, that was what was. I mean, we're gonna look at that as like the assassination of Franz Ferdinand. Like, that's the beginning of it all just going to, like, I love you. I love Raheel. We knew, like, that stuff started to take a, a downhill turn. But, I mean, Nick and Nick and Joel did a good job carrying that that torch for a while. Mm -hmm. um, then, mm -hmm. but Although AJ say, walking in there. If you go back and look at the ratings. Oh, yeah, uh, they're obvious. It, it, but it 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 really kind of happened around the time that they let Rahil and me go is when the down. I'm not saying that that was the deep dive. Obviously, their anchor shows was the morning show and the afternoon show or the drive show, your show, the Blitz. So I, that when that changed, when that went away, was when you were really like, oh shit, this is this is a sinking ship now. But honest to God, you can, and this is not. I'm not making this up. You can find the data and go back and see that when they started cutting people and making changes and doing all this stuff, the ratings took a pretty significant dip. And it's. I'm not saying that we're the best at it, but overall, their lineup from morning to night, including Patrick Creighton, who I used to not get along with, but I don't have a, a axe to grind with him. But even then, dude, it was a really solid, fun entertaining sports day and the problem that i see with america and i talk about this with every former espn uh, employee you're not going to out sports 610 you're not going to out sports 790 because you're not a flagship and you're fm yeah that's the point is that I've, I've said this you've said that every single person who's worked there who doesn't anymore has said the exact same thing in just a different analogy like 
you're not going to go and you're not going to outcover the Texans. You're not going to go and outcover the Rockets of the Astros. Nope. And the problem is, is AJ telling them, hey, I'm leaving, was the catalyst for them to go, hey, why don't we have somebody come in here and just flip the, flip the entire table over and then we'll reset it and we'll try to, you know, get some stuff done. But now they're rearranging t- uh, the, the chairs on the deck of the Titanic. Yeah. And it's... I, I don't know. There's a lot that could be said about that and all those moves and everything like that. Um, and there's, well, a, there's a lot of comparisons to the Texans, honestly, yeah. with the way some things are going and having a, having somebody who's in somebody's ears and just... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there are there are people... Make there, it, the, the, put it this way. The ESPN has their version of Jack Easterby. And, they do. Uh, yeah, and it's it's a real problem. And that person and everybody and everybody in the owner. chat's gonna is gonna name who they think it is. Yeah, it's not. The, the, it's not. The, it's not that, who you guys are naming. Is it? That person has the ear of the owner, and it causes a problem, and it's a real issue. And there's nothing you're gonna be able to do about it until that person's gone. Um, I just look. Every, I mean, when you think about the people that were there, it's pretty crazy to me, man. It's the the talent that they've lost. Uh, overall, and I'll exclude myself from that, even though I would like, and I would tell you, look, I'm not going to take credit for it, but Joel and I show from October till January, I believe was the number one rated show at that station. That includes the blitz and that includes John and Lanch. So it's not like we were just along for the ride. We carried that, the, the ratings at that station for at least four months. And we always held our own in our time slot is, and, and won it. And if not, if we didn't, if we didn't win the book, we were always beating the other stations' drive time shows and ratings share. I mean, we kicked yeah. ass. And then they just like, nope. I was like, you guys are fucking stupid. There, that's there's a couple of things that go into it. And again, I that's not me super, bitching. Those are facts. Yeah, I won't go super nerdy radio guy into it. But uh, those little meters that people have, they're supposed to be recalled about every six months. Mm-hmm. For a while, I mean, I've known people who have had them for two years straight without, yep. you know, yep. getting them recalled. And so the downfall was is that all of our all the, the ratings that were there, they went and finally Nielsen was like, "Oh yeah, we've had these meters out for about two and a half years. Let's rip them back and start over again." And they did that, and they took it from every single listener of ESPN. Yeah. And while you had P ones that were giving us ratings that were solid the whole time, when they made this change, they decided. They're going to look at the P1 right in the eye and go, fuck you. I know what you like. I'm not giving it to you. Yeah, exactly right. That's that's 100% right. And and Drew's right. That's why John and Lance are the goats. I mean, not, number one, I, they, they would be totally stupid if they if they let them go. Because now, well, what do you, I mean, and I love my boy Joel, but this is just, and I think he does a great job. And I think they should have given Joel the drive time slot once the blitz wasn't going to get it. I like Cody. He's a good dude. He's a friend of mine. And when I got laid off, he reached out to me. He was like, here's the things they don't tell you. Cody's my boy. I don't know Jake that well. I've never really gotten along with him, but it's whatever. I'm apathetic to Jake. And I don't know the B, the BTK killer or whatever the fuck that dude's name is. Brad. But I just, you know, that show is three dudes fighting for airtime. Trying to prove their worth and worthiness. That's not, I mean, what they should have done is put them midday with the ultimate goal of making them a drive time show and move Jeremy and, and, and Joel into the drive time slot. That made the most sense because those guys were polished and ready. These three yep. uh, were just weren't ready for that yet. As a show, Cody, I think, was, but as a show, nah. But even then, when you when you do any show, it, it doesn't matter. I can sit you down with 
another great professional to see. Like you, if I if I took you and Seth Payne and I put you together and said, do a show, guess what? Yeah. The first month is going to be rocky as shit because you yeah. don't know each other's idiosyncrasies. You don't know the physical uh, like cues that you give each other in a studio. Yeah. And the same thing happened with this is you took three guys who have uh, Cody and Jake did their national show for like a month and then they got rid of Cody because of, well, they couldn't handle budgets yet again. Right. Notice a pattern. Um, <laughs> but you took these three guys and you just slapped them all together and you were like, okay, go and do what Fred and AJ used to do, which pissed off a lot of people. And I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. You don't want to be the show that took over when Howard Stern moved from yeah. from uh, terrestrial yeah. To XM, you don't. What was the because guess what? Every single Jordan? one of the shows. What was the guy's name? And, well, every single radio show that took that over guy. in markets after him failed, and yeah. that was the whole point. Is that the smart radio people who were lined up, who went like a radio station came and said, "Hey, uh, we're going to lose Howard Stern. We're going to move you in. We want you to do our new morning show." I know smart radio people who looked at that program director said, "Nope, you're going to you're going to hire a lamb to slaughter for six months, and then I'll take over that show, yeah. and you'll put it in writing." But I'm not going to go and take over for Howard Stern. You need to give them something that they hate. And now the lo- smart thing would have been exactly the smart yeah. thing would have been if you want to, if you're going to stick to this this thing, you're going to have Jake, Cody, and Brad. Cool. Let Fred and AJ end it together, and then run national for a solid month straight, two months straight. Yeah, we're going to lose some money in ad revenue. No, you're just going to move it over to other shows. You can do that. You're going to save a little bit of salary money too. Run national for a month and let people's ears be bleeding from listening to ESPN national and then go, Oh, Hey, you wanted a local show? Ta-da. Save them with, yeah. Yeah. Save, but them they didn't with that. No, they didn't. And then nobody has my opinion. Well, I mean, because they've got a guy that's telling them what to do that. I don't believe knows what the fuck he's doing. And it's the guy we're I talking mean, about their Easterby, right? They've, they've got a guy who's their Easterby well-respected in the business, apparently. But you look what he's done to this station. And I'm not going to, I said on this show, and I'll say it again. I think AJ was a horrible PD. I think he was awful. He, he, the beginning of the end started with AJ. I've said it and I'll tell him to his fucking face. I don't care, bro. You, he had great ideas, poor execution. And then it only got worse from there. When Jong was there and I understand the meter thing. I get it. I get it. But you, you have to look at. When you pass the baton, right? I mean, when you go from your job is to go and get meters, and that never happened. So, he was stretched too thin, in my opinion. Yeah, like he had so much that he was trying to do, and not even before even RJ had started talking to him about doing all this stuff. Before, you know, he was doing a radio. He was being a radio host full time, which he pours everything he has. Drive time. He was doing handicapping. This isn't. He was doing handicapping as well. Yeah, this is a Dave Tepper, uh, you know, no, doing the lunchtime hanging show. out with Jerome for an hour or two, kicking it while he does PD stuff the rest of the day. This is this is drive time, and you and I both know AJ was relentless in his prep. He was going yeah. to be prepared every show. Relentless. He was, and, and that's the thing is that AJ he was doing was that great on it. He was not a great PD. He was doing all of his handicapping things, which was making him extra money, especially in college basketball, which he was right, watching what twelve games a night. He was also being a husband. He was being a father. He was being a baseball coach. I was like, dude. Mm-hmm. And I told him one time, I was like, you are going to run yourself ragged. I know you're an army ranger. You, you're you used to just getting abused, but you are going to run yourself ragged and burn out. Yep. I've watched it happen. Yep. You, you got to start juggling your priorities a little bit and hand off some stuff. Like, what do you need me to do? What do you need Tyler to do? And he was just like, no, I got it. All right. And that's a problem. Any great leader is great at delegating. 
That's a big, that's one of the best things I've learned at being a serial entrepreneur and having so many businesses that fail. You got to be able, well, first you got to have people that you trust and then you have to trust them, right? Like in a small microcosm, I'm so lucky I have Jen that helps me with this show. I mean, Jen is, is the, is, is the boss of Barry on deck. We, I have an LLC that I created for all this shit called who's fancy media. She's the VP, the general manager, my assistant, her assistant, like she's everything to everybody, but I trust Jen so I can go, Hey Jen, let's do a streamathon, And she goes, okay. And then I just walk away. Cause I know she's going to handle it. And that's the beautiful yeah. thing about it. And that's what good leaders and good bosses do. And that's the problem. AJ I think part of it is that AJ wanted to prove himself as a PD at the same time. And that's again, that through no fault of his own, but he wanted it, but you can't learn how to be a PD in the sixth largest media market in the country. That's where you go to El Paso and you program direct for a year in El Paso, learn the ropes, learn the business, build a Rolodex of talent. Then you get a gig somewhere else. So what he should have done is been the fucking APD behind John. That's yeah. what should have happened because just because you know, radio one, it doesn't make you a good boss. And if you're the PD, you're a boss. And I'm telling you, one of the biggest flaws and the biggest issues I had with AJ as my boss is that in the middle of a fucking show, he would open the door and scream at me and Joel or talk down to us or talk about our takes. Like, that was a stupid fucking take. What are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. I was like, why the fuck are you killing our vibe in the middle of the show? Wait till it's over to tell me, you dumb fuck. And Joel would literally pull him inside and be like, bro, you cannot do that to us. That is awful. That's just bad for business. You can't go in and yell at creatives in the middle of being creative. And it would kill our show. It would kill the energy. Whether you think we're right or wrong or whatever... You know, if you want us to br talk about, I don't remember what it was. We were on some fucking tangent as we were prone to be. He was like, I can't believe you guys aren't talking about it. It might've been fucking Super Bowl. I don't know. We'll get to it, motherfucker. We're, trust me, right? So instead of just going to our fucking producer and saying, hey, could you just let these guys know they need to talk Super Bowl within the next two segments, whatever he wants? He fucking slams the door open and starts screaming at us. We were like, bro, we were literally going to do it next step. Fuck you, man. Why are you screaming at us? That was, that was the biggest beef I had with him as a boss. You cannot do that to your own air talent in the middle of a show. And see, I didn't have that to deal goes back with that to side no of experience. Them. That goes back to no experience. Joel knew that. That's why I talked to him. Cause Joel did director of broadcasting yeah. for 20 years. Joel wasn't going to yell at Craig yeah. Ackerman for making a mistake in the middle of a fucking broadcast. They were talking yeah. about in his office the next day. That's how you handle it. And again, that's 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 the truth. That's happened. But that's also not necessarily all AJ's fault because he didn't get the seasoning and learning that he should have had before he took over. He was OJT. And sometimes you're going to make yeah. big mistakes, and that's just part of it. Yeah. So. I mean, I, again, I didn't have to deal with that kind of stuff. Like, he never really... Anytime he would tell me something of like, hey, you should do this a little bit differently or, hey, I want to do this. Yeah. We always saw eye to eye on radio anyway. So I kind of understood where he was going with stuff. Right. And honestly, the uh, current <clears throat> PD uh, at ESPN <laughs> decided to try to sell him under the or like throw him under the bus while talking to me at one point because he and I had a sit down. And uh, and I, I, st I think I might still have this recorded somewhere in audio because <laughs> I'm recording the audio. Oh, and he said, uh, he said, you know, I knew it was going to be difficult to get you to buy into what I'm trying to get everybody to do. And I was like, 
really? I, I, and it was all about, you know, hey, you're not booking enough radio guests. We need to have guests, 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 guests. If you don't have a guest, well, why would anybody listen if you don't have a guest? And so I was like, we, you want to go through my call logs right now? I have 60 calls to people. I have emails out. I have text messages out. I try to get them, but nobody wants to do it because, well, nobody's going to come on in Houston radio. Number one. Number two, nobody's going to come on that early because most of the guests you want me to get are in California. Yeah. It's 6 a.m. there. So, but I didn't, I didn't retort back to him with that. I didn't give him attitude. He was my boss at the time. And I was like, all right, all right. And he goes, I knew you were going to be difficult to deal with because when AJ was handing over the reins and he and I were having meetings before he left, he had said, you know, you always have a problem with authority and you will never, uh, you really have an issue when somebody tells you how to do something differently or to take direction. I was oh, like, wow. Oh, that's interesting. And so I made a little note and everything. And then about two nights later, I was sitting drinking beer and Fred, AJ and I were watching football. Like, I think we were, was it football? It had to be. We were watching football. We were all just texting each other on a chain about this game. And, oh, that was stupid. Blah, blah. And finally, I was like, you know what? I've had a few beers. AJ, did you say this? And he was like, no. He was like, when did I ever have to correct you for doing anything wrong? I said, never. And he goes, the couple of times I brought ideas to you, what did you do? I said, made them happen. He goes, yeah. Why would I have ever said? And he goes, number one, number two. You know me. I don't sugarcoat shit. No. I told you to your face that you're being dumb. That's one of his like, best and worst flaws is AJ yeah. will never lie or sugarcoat. And in fact, the last conversation I had with him about this, and, and we we don't talk all the time now. We're not friends like we used to be for a lot of obvious reasons. When you have to fire your best friend, it's going to fuck that up. And he, the way yeah. he handled it, I didn't appreciate. But I told him that to his face in in the lobby and the things i say on this show is i wouldn't i would never not tell aj to his face because he would never not tell me to my face the same things so i i I know and respect that about him but yeah down in the lobby he was like i just don't know what i could have done different like why why i mean i tried to be you know we were friends so i wanted to be the one to call you and let you know that we had to let you go i'd be like no because if you really wanted to fight for me and keep me like you said you would have told him Hey, I'm not going to do this because I think we're making a mistake by letting him go. But if you want to guys want to let him go, Todd, gal, whoever y'all calling. That's how he was like, fuck, I didn't think about that. I never thought of, but again, that goes back to inexperience in management and radio, right? Because you can be like, look, I'm on board. I'll do whatever you want, but this is also my best friend. And I'm not going to fight. Yeah, I need somebody one, else to break that noise. That yeah. News. One, cause I don't agree with it. And two, because he's my best friend. And I was like, I would have never, never harbored any ill will towards you. But when you call me and fire me over the phone on a Monday at 10 o'clock, yeah, you're not going to be my favorite person. That's just fucking how it goes, man. So I, and, and he was like, fuck man. I just, I, I, I thought I was doing the right thing. I was like, I get it, man. I get it. But it's just next time, you know? So, and, and it sucks because he was in an unenviable position. He had to do the bidding of the people that, that were telling him to do yep. it. But that's what you signed up for, too. That's the tough I'm part really, about being the Turk. Like, I'm perplexed that they fired you over the phone because every radio firing I've been in and every single one I've seen, having worked at a, another station or another company that owns seven stations here in this thing, you knew when somebody was walking in to that VP's office in the corner and you saw somebody from HR sitting there. And the second they, they knew, everybody in the building knew. If I walk in and I see the person from HR sitting in the manager's office, it's over. Yep. There's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can do. Your name's on the wall. That's it. It was kind of like when I, got, when I got laid off from Halliburton after the DOJ said we couldn't merge with Baker Hughes. They were like, listen, if the boss schedules a meeting with you, you're fucked. You're going to lose your job. Sure enough, like oh, yeah. three weeks later, 
boom, I get a fucking email to meet with the boss next Wednesday. Man, I just, I stopped with the fuck I was doing. I just started packing my shit. I swear to God, just started packing my shit. I was like, well, they're about to lay me off. All my shit, yeah. I started taking it home. And when I was, when I went to that meeting, he was like, hey, we're going to have to let you go. I was like, bet, I'm out. What's my severance? They were like, they gave me a fucking amazing severance. But I was like, dope. But I was ready. You know what I mean? That's part of the problem, Aaron. I had no idea this was coming. And I know, yeah. I know goddamn well AJ knew. And he could have also, as a friend, given me a heads up. And that would have made all the, hey, look, we're boys. I'm yeah. going to ask you not to say anything. Don't be unprofessional. But if, if I were you, I would start looking for another job because it sounds like some changes might be coming. That's all you have to say. You don't have to say definitively, I'm going to be fired. But a fucking heads up. Come on, yeah. fam. It, Aaron, Which you know me well enough to know. If I knew any of my friends at that station were going to be let go, I would have immediately went to them and said, look, you didn't hear this from me, but you need to start finding another job, bro. That's what and friends I think do. That your, your situation with him and the, the talk y'all had after that rubbed off on him because like a week later, he and I were talking. He was like, hey, come here for a second. And he was like, look, they already cut salaries once. They already they <laughs> tried to cut you. And uh, I looked at him and said, yes, he's my producer. Like, you're not going to take the show that's been on the air the longest here and just throw in a new producer every couple months just because to save a couple bucks. Like, and he argued for me, apparently. Like, this was like two weeks after they let you go. They were looking to let me go. Oh, and yeah. then I was like, hmm. And so, and I knew, and I knew the writing was all, like, eventually it was going to come to an end. And I've always had those, you know, radio <clears throat> is not a, a long-lived thing, even though I've got applications out and hopefully interviews with radio stations around the city eventually i mean i was the only Uh, contact i had in this market that wasn't at espn was armin and then he just fucking quit the business i'm like motherfucker yeah like i don't even know where to begin all these all these conglomerates have their big they have to have their big uh job postings Mm -hmm. so one you start there but two you start looking up the pd and you just send them your best tape and go hey look this is what i did last this is where i was this is what I can bring to your station. I just want to sit and talk to you. I don't need, I don't need a guarantee of a job. I just want to talk your ear off a little bit and learn where you came from in the radio business. And you make it about them. And then more often they're like, okay, yeah. Jesus and then smart. that's when you start working you your way be, in. You got to be my manager. I, I don't even have a fucking reel. I spent seven years on air at ESPN on either Sundays or middays. I oh my God. Number one rated sports talk show in the city. No reel. And it wasn't oh, every month, dude. but yeah, we won several books in the city. No real, no nothing to show yeah. for it. Not a goddamn thing. Which, and, and my, now my hunt is different because I'm not looking to be a sports radio producer anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I love what I'm doing with Jerry, mm-hmm. but that's not, I'm counting as radio. That's more like a TV show and I'm having fun and I'm getting a lot more on air stuff, which I had been told right before I got fired. Shut up. Stop talking. Yeah. Uh, also uh, the Jackie's like, way. We'll yeah. just call him Jackie's um, yeah, we should. Yeah. Uh, but I've like everything I've submitted now has been like on air for music stuff. Cause I was on the buzz for a while. And so I've taken my buzz tapes and I've sent them out I'm like, Hey, Good for you. last time I was in music radio, this is what I was doing. I don't need to be part of your everyday rotation. If you want a weekend guy, yep. I'll take some weekend hours. I'll do production for you. I'll do whatever you need, but I'm Good done being talk radio producer. Yeah. It's a tough business, man. Radio is a, is a, is a, it's, she's an evil bitch, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, there was a lot of great memories I had from ESPN 97.5. If you asked me to go back and change a thing, the only thing I would change, the literally the only thing I would change 
is AJ calling me at 10 p.m. at night to, to fire me. Because everybody's going to get lose their job in radio. Everybody's going to, which by the way, just, just so we're all clear, whether you're one of the people that watch this and don't tell anybody because you still work at ESPN 97.5 and you secretly just want to see if Aaron and I are talking shit about you. Uh, if you work at another station, if you work in radio and you know someone that's never been fired, the last thing you want to tell them when you're firing them and this is also what AJ did. Hey, you know, they say, bud, they say you're never really in radio until you've been fired. Bro, fuck you. I was in radio for <laughs> seven years. Don't tell me that. Fuck you. And I can't tell you. How I mean, it still counts on the resume. That. Oh, my God. Stop telling me that. Fuck all y'all. I got bills to pay. This isn't a fucking game. I'm not going to, especially the style of radio that I do. Ain't nobody beating down my fucking door, especially in this lame ass town. Well, the, I mean, I can hang statistically with the best of them talking sports and stats and shit, but we all know what my specialty is. But the second I found out who who texted you and said, hey, I've got like, I immediately had a plan for it. I've got the notebook still sitting around here. I wrote three pages of ideas of what I could help you do, because at that time I was I was super into podcasts. I was into comedic podcasts. So like I've been following Burt Kreischer for years. I've been following um, uh Dan Cummins and Chad Daniels and all those guys who decided that and like uh shout out to Dan Cummins like he had his podcast started prior to COVID so when it took off he was able to go well I'm not really missing checks I'm just kind of but yeah I I, the second I found out that like hey Barry's not gonna like he's got to come back for a couple days and say goodbye but that's it and I was like oh shit I was like all right so what have I seen that comedians can do to up their revenue and get their name out there because this is not good because you can't go on tour and I started texting I was like no you're gonna do this you're gonna do this and you were like yeah and I know I was annoying you and I could tell because my (laughs) wife was like you need to stop texting him he's not in a good mental place right now he just got fired and you're just like trying to take over his life I was like I don't care I was like no like just like somebody who just watched their dog get run over like fuck keep looking forward we're gonna keep going screw this it, dude, it was brutal, but, man. And I mean, you and and several other people were there. And of course, this decade community. I, I I don't know what I would have done. I mean, I would have just gone back to it. And but man, I but there. But by the grace of God, go I. I'm I'm still talking to no mic and trying to entertain people, man. It's a and you know what? I really do love doing it on Twitch way more than radio. And I would go back to radio. Oh, yeah. And the only real reason I would go back to radio, if I'm being 100 percent honest at this point, is the steady check. You know how much you're going to make, you know, obviously without reads, but you know what your base salary is. You're going to get reads and promos and insurance and benefits and shit like that. And that's, and, and look, it, it, this is why I say, I don't regret any of this because I was able to simultaneously build a comedy career while I was on the radio. And it, 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 I would be a liar, an absolute liar. If I stood and, and looked at this camera and talked to this microphone and told you that one didn't benefit the other, they both helped each other, but radio helped my comedy career way more than comedy helped my radio career. That's just a fact. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's no. nothing to be ashamed of about that at all. No. I mean, so, I, mean, I mean, go ahead. Well, like when I got laid off in 2015, I mean, it was rough. Like my wife and I had just gotten married. We'd been married for a year. We had just started putting in offers on houses and the housing market was ape shit insane. Mm-hmm. And we had just started getting approved for houses. So then it was like a, oh crap, how are we? So it was a, Literally, I got fired. I took every part-time job, and I was working four, three or four part-time jobs every week. Yeah. And luckily at this point now, I mean, it's, I've grown. My wife and I's finances have gotten better. We have a little bit of money. So she's looked at me and been like, 
I'll tell you when you need to go work in oil and gas with your brothers. Or I'll tell you when you need to go. Like my next door neighbor, I love him. He's, he's a pilot boat captain. So he takes all the big tanks, ships, and like escorts them through the ship channel. And I was nice. like, hey, I'm going to call you when I need a job. He's like, right. I'll give you a job. I don't care. Oh, dude. She's like, she's told me, she's like, hey, do what you want. You've got a podcast going. You've got Jerry's thing going. Like, do that for right now. And when we start really running out of money, then we'll. Then and that's this. kind of what Nora and I've talked about. Just take whatever job and, you can. I mean, we haven't missed a bill yet, thank God. But, you know, I, I have stand-up back because of COVID. Yep. Now the TV show pays me a nice little sum. Uh, and and I'm, I'm doing this, which I love, and it has an income. It's just not what I was making. But with the three of them, we ain't missing a bit. Now, we're not living high on the hog, but that's because I'm building something here. You know what I mean? I could always go yeah. back. In fact, I pulled up the other day. And looked at uh looked at I don't know what the fucking Indeed or some shit. I was like, oh, so I could still go back go back right now and make one thirty as a project manager. So I'm good. I know I can always go back to that. So that's that's, that's, that's comfort. Like, that's the thing is that you you have a you have a history that you could fall back on. Like twenty years. I'm not qualified for shit. Yeah. I've done I've done audio my entire life and I've turned wrenches my entire life and that's it. Yeah. So I'm not like. A friend of mine at one point when we were at the buzz together, I was like, man, I don't know what to do when I get fired from radio. When I officially get the get out, don't ever come yeah. back to radio thing. I don't know what I'm going to do. She was like, well, you can do this. I like, I don't have a degree for that. Well, you can do this. I like, I don't have a degree for that. Like, I don't have a four-year degree. I can't get my But I don't have head, a degree in IT. And she was like, I have a two years associate's degree from Lone Star that I never even filled out the paperwork to get the actual certificate. So it, it don't. <laughs> but you, mm, mm, you started it and done it. And IT is something that's never going away. True. I would, I would like to like there a project manager. Of a friend of mine was like, "Oh, you could go apply radio. to be a project manager." Bro, you don't have a degree in audio engineering. Yes, I do. Oh, you do? Okay, well, that's yeah. My degree is in audio engineering. Okay, but there's plenty I mean, of things. In fact, look, Walt but... in the chat said, "Aaron, I can get you a job at TSU Radio." I mean, you think I'd fit in at TSU Radio? They don't give a look fuck. at me, Barry. And they don't give a shit. I mean, I would obviously fit in a lot better than you because I can dance and you can't. Well, that too, but also you, you probably know who the actual, uh, I'd be, I'd be going, Hey, Hey, what's that new? How do you say this? Like, I still think it's Megan the the East out because NBA you need to put that extra boy. E on there. Uh, Big yeah. Mac Greg what? said, what happened to Nick? Uh, you know, what happened to Nick is Nick's business to tell. Uh, but I think he's looking at going back to school or doing some other things, but yeah, another guy out of radio, not doing it anymore. I'm yep. not gonna, I'm not gonna share his journey and his story. I'll let him do that. But yeah. Um, not not there and uh just uh another another uh talented person not at espn anymore so uh yeah. jm sizzle says is jong still in the entertainment industry nope i think he still does his podcast with uh, uh michael carroll michael who is a wonderful human being uh but i think that's it uh, other than that, i think he's just a teacher now not just i think he's a teacher now uh yeah. so no he's not in he's not doing that anymore uh, so there you go. I'm messing with Aaron's square ass. Oh, okay. I no, thought I mean, you were like seriously like, I, about getting him a job at T. Bitch, I'll work at TSU Radio. Give me a job at TSU Radio. I would. I just would need. I would need somebody to educate me on who the hell these kids. But are. I don't want to. Like, I don't want to produce though. Yeah. Because let's be real. Let's be real. Once you start at producing, it is so hard to get out of the producer's chair and get it. Nick was so frustrated that he couldn't. I'm sure you have experienced the same thing. It's one of those things. It's also. I mean, even. At when Liebeshock went into sales, it pigeonholed him into being sales and not on air. When you're in radio, in the business of radio, whatever slot you were in is where you are going to stay. Good luck. Rarely 
In fact, who was it? Michael Connor, wasn't he? Um, yeah, he was is a producer. Full time now, uh, or is he still yes. also? He's, he's uh, Salisbury's co-host. Okay, and then there was so, uh, who was the one with Matt Thomas and Ross, and not, Ross Villarreal. So, yeah. that, but that's they both started as three stations, the probably ten to fifteen shows. Two guys in the last decade yep. in this business in this and town that, that have moved from producer to on air is just so hard. And the problem is, is like I would have if Nick had ever asked my opinion, I would have given him to like, look, you want to be on air? I get it. You gotta like. He was single. I know he had his family here and stuff like that, but he could have moved to a smaller market as an on air host and and cut his teeth a little bit and gotten right back. Yeah. Exactly. I never wanted to be a sports radio host. I always wanted to be a sports radio producer that could talk and chime in every now and then. I didn't want to actually sit where Fred and AJ did because I don't remember who won the last five Super Bowls. I could give a shit about stats. Right. You know what I want to do? I want to talk about boobs and butts and barbecue and beer and just, just guy talk. Life. Like, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I get it. I mean, dude, I've thought about, I, I, I want to go and I messaged her and bless her heart. She tried to do what she could, but I, dude, I would love to be the sports guy on a uh, music based morning show because the sports yeah. guy's always got to be the funny guy right you you and i would i could i know i would crush he's got to be the funny guy but he's also he can't over outshine the actual host well, whose name be, is on the, that would be a problem for me then <laughs> no i'm just but i would like gigs like that you know what i mean like i wouldn't mind that so i don't know i but i i yeah. literally don't know anybody in the business i i i messaged tess uh, <laughs> because she's she's my my pal my buddy I was like, Tess, yeah. you got anything over there? She's like, we got a board up down the hall. I was like, you and I both know. If I fucking take a board up gig, I'm never getting out from behind that fucking board. She was like, but it yep. would be a start. You get your foot in the door and, you know, start cutting some reels and doing some things. And they'd see you. I was like, mm, I love you, Tess, but that is not a realistic thing. That's just not how it works. So I think I met her once. I My iteration of running around and hanging out with that group was uh was rod dinah alex and, and phyllis yeah and i hung out with chili when he took over for a while and then tess i think i've met once or twice i i guarantee she couldn't pick me out of a lineup but nah, probably she's such a sweetheart though yeah. when i was just starting in fact uh brandon martinez who used to listen to the show all the time he barely comes around if at all anymore uh but he was like a big f- fan of tess and he introduced us and i was already gone like i was fired i wasn't even in radio now at this point but he yeah, was you like, had her on at one point. Yeah, he was like, Tess, you got to meet Barry. Barry, you got to get Tess on your show. I'd love for this to happen. And so I was like, I'd love to have Tess on. Yeah, that'd be great. She was like, she, she was like, yeah, hit me up. And so I messaged her. I was like, do you really want to do the show? She goes, absolutely. So she's super dope. And that's, that's, but that's also, I mean, again, that's this business. That's how you treat people. You know, even when I was at the yeah. height of my popularity in radio, if somebody asked me to do their show, to do their podcast, to do whatever, never said no. Because it matters, dude. What goes around comes around in this business, right? My problem is I never solicited myself and nobody ever came looking for me to say yes. So I've had people who go, oh, would you have done that? Yeah. All you had to do is ask me. Well, I didn't know you would do that. And that's people that are like, I didn't want to ask. I didn't think you'd do it. I was like, man, I always said I would do anybody's show. And I'm still that way. I'll do anybody's show. Any podcast to promote. So uh, Potch said I wouldn't want to work with Rod. I never had a pleasant interaction with him. You were around him. Was he a good dude? Yeah. Nice 100%. Guy? Okay. Yeah. I've yeah. never, I, I, I've had, I've gotten into this argument, especially on like the Houston subreddit because people like to just Dog make fun shitty. of him and stuff. Yeah. And I like, there was one time I was like red in the face responding and I was like, no, fuck you. Like, 
there's five or six people in this city who like have had it, who've met him on an off day or something like that. Or this is the problem that I've now watched and like having done charity events with them. Somebody walks up to him and wants a hundred percent of his attention, but there's also 18 other people that he's talking to at the time. And especially in it's, if it's an event that he's putting on like a, a charity event, yeah. he's got a million things that he's trying to make sure fires are put out when they need to be. Understand. So that. you get one person who's like, Hey Rod, And like, they want to talk to you for 30 solid minutes, Understand. but that. you have about 45 seconds. And so then he's like, yeah, man, I'd love to talk to you. I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll come back. And then he forgets to come back because he's got a million things. And then that leaves a bad taste in somebody's mouth. And then they're, well, he's a dick. I'm like, no, you got to understand the situation. If this was happening in your career, yeah, this was something that you poured your blood, sweat, and tears into, you wouldn't be as pissed off. Yeah. And that, dude, and I'm that's what like people that like. And I've made that. When, I, when, I'm yeah. at a, when I'm at a gig at a comedy show, I'm, I've got to go up and work, like, right? But people, that they're like, well, I just want to talk. And it's, it's like, ah, you know, and then when you're done, you're kind of tired. You don't, you, I'm processing what I just did on stage and this, that, and I'm trying to hang out. But yeah, it's like, I, I'm at work, right? Like this isn't, yeah. and when you're at an event or you're doing those things, it's still work, right? If you, if yeah. I see you at five guys and I'm having a burger and you're having a burger and I blow you off, then I'm an asshole for sure. But if I'm, if yeah. I'm at a fundraiser or I'm at a show or whatever, it's a, it's a lot different. That, that is one thing. Um, what is this? I've never had a pleasant interaction with him. Uh, Pacha hate hearing that. Oh, that's Barry's struggle. Also, he doesn't want to ask. What? Doesn't want to ask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to ask for help. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've never gone to, hey, can you give me a job? Can you do this? I'm so bad at that. And it's networking. I'm terrible at it. Walt will tell you, too. I'm so bad at going to my into my phone to my Rolodex and saying, hey, can you help me? Because I just like, I'm, I'm always the one that goes and helps people, right? I'm always one that yeah. when this show started and I was one of the few guys in, it, that was doing this and getting momentum, I was like, yeah, everybody, come on, let's all eat. Let's all, I, I'll, I'll pump everybody. Let's go. But then when it's my turn, I'm always that guy that's like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And it's terrible. You yeah. got to go out and get that shit. In fact, I finally- It took gotta, me a while, but now like when I got laid off, I started hitting up people I've known at other stations for years. Like even guys who have like, literally I've been out at a bar and all of a sudden they set up for like a music remote where they're just doing jock breaks front on the phone. Yeah. And I've been like, hey man, I work at, you know, I work at ESPN. Cool. Good to meet you. We're part of the radio family. Now yeah. I'm like messaging them on Twitter. I'm like, hey, what's your PD's name? Cool. He's about to see my reel. Go the in there and tell him I'm a good guy. guy. I'm the worst at now. I am using one resource I have, Jerome, because uh, Jerome's got like seven TV shows. He lets me host and produce yeah. one of them. Uh, he's so well connected in the city, fuck nationally. I didn't know he was best friends with Arnez J. Fucking, they were like best friends. Who's a comedian? One of my favorites, by the way. Coming up with Def Jam. Uh, so I and he was like, "Bro, why are you not doing more?" I was like, "I don't know." He's like, "Barry, you should be fucking doing." Tons more TV gigs. You should be doing right. You should be doing the, 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 why aren't you doing any of this? I was like, I don't know. So I thought about that. And he said, he messaged me. He's like, how do we get you more opportunities? And this was like six months ago. I was like, man, I don't know. So I finally was like, you know what? That's his cue. He's given me a verbal cue of use me as a resource. So I was like, Hey man, uh, thought about what you said. Do you know, like agents or how to get like these? Cause like I see Raheel, he's a hustler. I, oh, I yeah. need to be better at that, right? Like there's all kind of in in stadium opportunities and other opportunities. So I, I'm leaning on Jerome now. I'm like, hey, buddy, can you help me? He's like, absolutely. So hopefully we can get something working. But yeah, who the fuck knows? I'm just yeah. so bad at networking. It's a, it's a curse. I, I really have to get better at it. It's so important in this business and in general, in life. 
You gotta know. I how just to don't network. know where to turn. Yeah. Like everybody's like, oh, well, think of jobs that you want to do. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Like, what do you, what? Look at me. You tell me what you think I should do because I honestly have no idea. I mean, yes, I could go do live sound. I could go try to do how live sound at House of Blues. Okay, yeah. that'd be okay, but that's not gonna be you know, bro. You know, uh, you know luckily, where like, money is, and it's great hours. Do live sound for a church. It is, but it's a, a lot. Actually, it's it's. That. But a lot of it is like when you you can't really take vacations on weekends and stuff like that, which True. is a pain in the ass. But it gets you into heaven. And I have eh. <laughs> might get you into Euro Center. Jared said I met Rod like fifteen years ago. Right. He was a nice guy, but I think he just knows that a Houston celeb and knows how to act around fans. Oh, okay. I mean, I I worked in the halls with him. I walked, you know, I before I ever like the show prep I sent you. I was sending to him for oh, years because, while I was I doing seven forty. So. Yeah. What happened, and you, like, I'm pretty sure you're, you're hating the fact that I talking, I'm talking so much because you want to no, end the show. But uh, I was at a, I was at 7:40, and I did the morning show there for three years. And so that morning show started at 5 a.m. But as the board up, you got there at 4 a.m. and ran Ooh. syndicated, syndicated news from four to five, and then you did the morning show from five to eight, and then you turned it over to syndicated Michael Berry from eight to nine. So I would get there at 4 a.m. and Brandon always taught me how to do show prep. And he was like, look, if you see a story, go bookmark that, just the generic homepage and go through it. He taught me how to start doing show prep when I was an intern at ESPN. Yeah. So I was sitting there one day and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing it. So I started like Rod on his, on his show page. They have a blog for everything. They have a blog for movies. They have a blog for women, like hot chicks. They have a blog for food. They have a blog for everything, music. So I just started categorizing all of these things in my bookmarks and Smart. I would go through and I still go through 60 something websites a day. Crazy. And that's how I started doing it. And as I would do it and I would send it to him first and then I would go on to sports and I would do it for everybody on 790. And I would take a bunch of the stuff emails that I liked for, that I had sent to Rod and be like, Hey, 790, take some of this stuff and run with it, yeah. including Matt Thomas, which is why he began to run with a little bit more of that. Uh -huh. um, Cause I was like, dude, I'm your demographic. I'm a, I'm an early thirties male. And I'm sending you the things I want to hear you talk about. Just yeah. take it and figure it out. Find Do a way it. to make it entertaining. Yeah. And then I did it for all the new shows like Michael Berry and all them. I'm because that you, was my last. The idea like, that we talked I, about, bro, you should do yeah. it. I think you would. I'm uh, working on I, I just don't know how to approach people and just start asking and being like, and other people I've talked to about are like, oh, you're not charging enough. You need to be charging more than that. Like, yeah. I've already I'd got, you, walk I've already got your client lined up. I'm telling you. Rach. You got me one, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I can get you a I help her every day. Trust me. Huh? Yeah. Oh, you send it to her? I, I help her every I, Oh, yeah, she's on. Um, I've got to right. get, you know, more. I've just got to go through and start You're not doing people. it for free for her. Please tell me you're not sending it to her for no. free. Okay, good. See? No. We're going to we're going to get this. We'll, we'll I'll help you grow that. Well, I'm telling you. We're going to we're going to grow it. Uh, all right, let's get this wrapped up. Let's get the chat wrapped up. Third hour, Joel, not happening. I got to pee too bad. Uh, Michael Berry's a piece of shit. Okay, Tony, that's aggressive. Uh, B. Hannon said, go till 4.30. Uh, I got to pee too bad or I probably would. Barry's going to be doing side gigs announcing high school games. Man, if it pays, fuck it. I got, I got lights to keep I'd do going. <laughs> Barry, do I got a buddy of mine who's doing... Right? Do you my buddy's doing, he's got a great video uh, voice. He's doing baseball games for uh, KDISD now. And I was like, ooh, no I shit. should do that in Clear Creek because I live right down the street from him. Yeah, from why not? Uh, I just don't know who to reach out to. I if I have out. shows in Beaumont. I do not. I had one and they canceled it. So there went that. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, heartthrob, heartthrob, travel safe. You're going to be down here Friday, man. Uh, looking forward to it. Going to be at Kobo's at, at 3 o'clock, I think they're getting there. 
Looking forward to that. Uh, all right. Well, that's it, homie. I appreciate you, man. Hey, what's up, Marty? I appreciate you joining the program. Uh, tell the people how Anytime. they can follow you and all the different things you have going on and how they can consume you. Yeah. Uh, Twitter is still at Aaron is Blitz because, well, when my wife came up with that Twitter handle, it was money and I'm, I still refuse to get rid of it. And maybe <laughs> that's part of why I got fired because I refuse to let go, let go of that part of radio. Right. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, until I get a new job, it's going to be Aaron is Blitz. Unless I don't get a radio job, in which case I'm always going to be Aaron is Blitz. I'll kiss my ass, whoever hires me. Go Phillips, Nick is still the producer, pump. Nick, on Twitter. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even yeah. funny. Uh, Barry is funny. So, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the looking was in it was in white, right? So it, it just implied. blends into the background. Yeah. All right, yeah. face for a uh, no. joke. Um. Yeah, Aaron is like, Twitter is where I'm most active. I think I'm on Instagram too. I think it's just Aaron M. Rabel. There's every now and then I'll put up a meal that I made for my wife because I can cook from time to time, or I'll put up a picture of my dog or my beer or whatever. Um, but yeah, I am on with Jerry every day, one to two, Monday through Friday at yeah. WeBet. Or right now it's WeBet ATS. The show is called Odd Takes. We're going to change the actual Twitch channel name to Odd Takes eventually once they let us. You have to be established for so long before you can change it. Uh, and then I do a weekly podcast with Beth who owned Darling Way and was on with Fred and AJ talking about sex once a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we do a podcast with our friend Tina and it drops every Wednesday. Nice. And we talk about a lot about sex, a lot about relationships. Uh, there's details in there that my wife probably isn't happy that I'm sharing, but well, she doesn't listen to it. So I don't really care. <laughs> Where can they, is that on all the podcast platforms? What's the name yeah. of the podcast? Uh, Come with us podcast. Come with us uh, podcast. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Spreaker, I think, Buzzsprout. All you can yep. find it also through my uh, through Twitter too. There you go. So come with us podcast. Yeah, if you uh, ever want to know ATS way too much about my personal life, slash odd takes, and uh, follow him on Twitter at Aaron's Bliss. Homie, I appreciate you doing this, man. This was good times. It was good to, to reminisce. Hey, anytime you want me on, I'll do it. And uh, thanks for giving me a platform to talk and. Get yeah, me man. Eat for a couple minutes. Now I get Everybody to eats. Turn wrenches and yell at my car. Everybody eats with Lavinac. I appreciate you, homie. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, man. See All right, yo. That is Aaron Raybould. Uh, we've been ATS. Odd takes. Come with us. Aaron is blitzed. At I'm a mechanic. No, I'm just fucking with you. All right. Uh, good times, man. Great guest. Fun times. Thank you guys for hanging out. I hope you enjoyed the program. Got a little tea spilt. Um, great interview. Thank you, Joel Hernandez. I appreciate you. Also, thank you for the 50 bits. And thank you, Jared Taylor, for the 100 bits. Thank you guys for some biddies on the way out. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see. Do we have a raid? I will check real fast. If we don't, I'm not going to linger. If any body I marked is on, we will do that. And it looks like one channel that I marked. Fish. Stalker TV from Texas. We rated him before. Let's rate him again, shall we? There's 15 people watching him fish. Hell, why not? Let's go watch him fish again, alright? So, until tomorrow, it's three hour Thursday. I hope you enjoy your evening. Thank you for hanging out with me. I will see you tomorrow. Until then, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most Love each other.
Jared the fishing guy. That's it. Joel, thank you for the 50 bits, buddy. 